now listening to the you are now listening to the greatest you are now listening to to the back row back row into the back row back for another week of the shenanigans man how y'all boys doing what's good with y'all good man chilling i know easy will appreciate this i just looked at my timeline man saw the uh, the new track list for the new ariana grande album you know oh, yeah, she getting, ready, yeah. getting ready to drop got weekend feature <clears throat> got a dollar sign feature you know i didn't see the track list but i did see she put out a video yesterday um it's called like Positions or Switch Positions or something. It's a pretty dope song. Positions, yeah. Yeah. What's no, that no, talking no visual about? visual too, man. Uh, well, on that one, <laughs> like in the video, she's um, she's president. But the song is basically mm. about her switching roles and like submitting to her man for a change. That's mm. basically what it's about. For a change. Mm. I got I got to spin yeah, it. Like, like, trying, like trying something different. You know what I mean? Like fully submitted to a dude. I'll be, I'll be like, trying to like ushers trading places. <laughs> I like not hundred percent, but you know, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. Too bad. <laughs> That's a hey, wild shout, song. Hey, shout, shout out to King Von on the intro, man. Yo, I, I feel for like, like the ops of like King Von, Twenty One Savage, Fabio, like they. And these songs, it's making it sound like their life is hell, nigga. Like. <laughs> Niggas said they spending blocks relentlessly. Like you can't, you can't even peek out the door. <laughs> like you can't get groceries. You can't check the mailbox, nigga. <laughs> I've been listening to these tracks like, nigga, why would you beef with these niggas? Like, <laughs> Damn, they told us, <laughs> they told us many times what life's gonna be like with the, to their ops, nigga. <laughs> why would you want to become on that list? Twenty one said he's been in the block back to back to back for several weeks straight. Niggas can't barbecue, fam. Mm. <laughs> Niggas on patrol. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Just imagine just having someone spinning your block every day, and like you never know what time it is. You just you just know you shouldn't be outside. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas quarantined for life. <laughs> Terrible. It's crazy, man. I'm good though, man. I'm good, man. You know, Halloween coming up. Uh, as I've gotten old, I've getting to enjoy Halloween a bit more, so I'm kind of excited for that. Do you have a you know, costume? 
Yeah, yeah. So the homies, we going to uh, the homies and a few of the homegirls too. Actually, are going to New Orleans. Um, and we usually do a group costume, but <clears throat> my idea of uh, renting ten hip hop Dalmatians kind of fell through. Me and uh, Riley were going to do that, but it was it's tough to find the minks, man. It's tough to find the minks <laughs> on such short notice. So um, we're going to do some more individual shit. I'm uh, give it, I guess a little background on my on my costume. You know, I feel like every year, year in year out. Women come up with these basic costumes and just put the word sexy in front of it. Sexy cat, sexy mouse. You know what I mean? I'm trying to even the odds, man. Niggas can be sexy costumes too. So I'm going sexy vampire, fam. I'm knocking it down with the sexy vampire. I got the I got the golds. I wanted to get some real bottoms, but they want to be ready in time. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go with the fake bottoms for now. Fake bottom, top fangs, gold, you know what I mean? Here's a New Orleans. Um, Might as well, you know. <laughs> got a nice, got got a fly ass costume, bro. I got the it's gonna be nice, man. Got some slacks. I mean, some black dress shoes. It's a, I'm sexy vampire, dog. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a movie. So, so what makes the costume sexy? Well, I never knew that for for the girls. I think it was just like the girls is just like that's skimpy. So I guess for me, it's just like nigga, I'm handsome. So sexy vampire. It's all about the attitude going into the costume. Yeah. Be, mm, okay. My nigga Gene yeah. Belcher was a uh, handsome grapes on Bob's Burgers one time. Uh, I understand. For a second, I was, I, going to do some, I was going to do some South shit, and like instead of drinking blood, I drink lean. <laughs> but <laughs> I like that. But <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like I was just going, I was just going around with the double cup. <laughs> yeah, too many layers on the costume at that point. Niggas is going to be confused. Just <laughs> yeah, just too many connections to make, man. <laughs> I got to keep it simple, dog. I got to keep it simple, man. So yeah, y'all, uh, y'all do anything for Halloween? Man, you know, last year I dressed up as a like nineteen ninety eight Ghostface Killer. I really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun making that costume. This year though, man, I don't know. Um, why, stay in the crib with my girl. Watch scary movies, man. Uh, we was watching some Disney Channel scary movies yesterday. She hadn't seen like some old ones, so just you know, spend that uh, afternoon doing that. Other than that though, yeah, probably get a, get a, get some candy, man. Instead of giving the kids, just keep it for ourselves. Yeah, that's fine with me for now. I was about to ask. Um, y'all been in that apartment for over a year, right? Yeah. Did y'all get y'all, had, y'all get any kids come by last year? Man, so last year we had this group of kids that was like notorious for being outside all the time. So we like got a bag of candy. We're like, all right, just in case they come by. And the niggas like nobody came by. And then like two days later, my girlfriend just like gave them to the kids. Uh, she saw my outside and she was like, well, we got all this candy, so y'all can have it. And like their mom was there, so she was like, oh, it's cool, you know. And she just gave out the candy away. And I was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, you're a good Samaritan and everything like that. I'm, I feel bad for the parents, man. You get a bag full of candy. I remember my cousin had a, like a, one of those things for, like a jack-o'-lantern head or whatever those, you carry the candy in when we were kids. Mm-hmm. He got one, yeah. it was filled up. And same shit. that joint was filled from like, he he went crazy that Halloween. I don't know what happened. It, it said like it was filled from that, that October to like that December. <laughs> Nigga hit a leg. Nah, man. He de- he definitely had a silver tooth come spring, but hey, man. He, 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 he <laughs> well, had, well, had, a, had a good time getting there. Yeah, man. Being in an apartment, man, I really miss like living in a house. Like two or three years ago when we had the house in, in North Lake, we would have a bunch of kids come by, yeah. man. And we would go all out. Like, we would just be trying to scare kids. Like, we would we'll have, like, we'll cut the lights off on the, the front porch and, like, through, through the sound bar, we'll play some real, real spooky, spooky music. 
And then, like, basically out of the abyss, Riley would come out with the candy with, like, a, like a Jason mask on. Oh, kids would be so fucking scared. Kids would be fucking terrified. I feel like I told this on this uh, pod before, but uh, it's just funny seeing them because, like, like, the kid in them wants the candy, but also the kid in them is, like, scared as fuck. <laughs> so they just, like, got the hand out, but they also terrified. Hey, man, I, miss I, been, I miss that shit, man. I've been in those shoes, too, as a kid, man. <laughs> so I understand. I miss that shit. You know what I miss, man? We used to have, uh, I'm sure we talked about this on the pod last year too, man. The Franklin uh, Halloween on Franklin Street. And I just don't know how that's going to go this year with uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, honestly, the way things are looking now, there's probably still be people out there. As much until the cops clean them off. But um, that was something that was already kind of going away a bit. And I think something like this, you know, if it was to really kind of damage that big kind of crowd atmosphere where everyone's just kind of walking around on the street for Halloween. I guess this could be a year for that, but yeah, I'm kind of hyped from getting out of Florida for Halloween, man. I feel like it's not it's not the place I need to be on on a holiday like Halloween, man. So, but like you said, I'm getting out of the city. Like you said but last you episode, though, you go to the you go to like the voodoo capital, though. Like, true, no, that's true, that's true, that's true. I'm trying to get that authentic experience. Exactly, you gonna step on a real vampire shoe? He gonna be mad at you? But nah, yeah, say that, man. Cause Florida, Florida just weird, man. Let me go. I, I guess I'll put it as a part of the Florida Man segment. It's a, it's a real quick story headline I just read, man. That I just wanted to run by, man. Let me just go ahead and read the read the summary here. Gainesville police, it's like an hour away from Jacksonville. Gainesville police arrested a man who stole and ate a woman's $5 bill. According to the arrest report, Henry Chambers snatched a $5 bill from Kadisha's hand as it was being handed to her. The 60-year-old walked away, threatening Grant in the street. <laughs> Chambers, Chambers then said Grant would die before he returned the money and then proceeded to put the $5 bill in his mouth, chewed it, and swallowed it. This nigga is now facing felony robbery charges. <laughs> these are real people, dog. Like, these are real Florida headlines. <laughs> That's why I'm good, on, I'm, I'm good on not being here for Halloween, dog. I think it definitely, he, if he, he ate the five before, before giving it back to him? He ate the five, dog. Five dollars? She would die before he gave it back. Like, <laughs> and then, dog, putting the five in your mouth is just disgusting. But you know how hard yeah. it'd be to swallow a five dollar bill, dog, <laughs> especially a crumpled one. Just in the middle of the street, too. Just, just dry. It's, gotta, it's probably scratching all the way down your throat. <laughs> Fucking throat bleeding. <laughs> nigga in prison was- with the driest throat. Two things, like I wouldn't be saying that out loud during a pandemic. Like you, you gonna swallow cash? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, like one, and then two niggas can get felonies over five dollars. A robbery, I would imagine. Oh, okay. Because it was getting handed to her, and he took it before it got handed to her. That's what the story said, right? So maybe I guess it is a robbery like that. But a five dollar felony robbery is wild. That's that's some Florida shit. Like, did he have a weapon? That mouth. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Had them choppers. It's probably it's probably a felony, maybe because of man on woman. Maybe maybe that makes it worse. What? I don't know. <laughs> fact, I don't know God damn. <laughs> Yo, this shit. I gotta start reading law books, nigga. I who would have thought? Like, I'm like fuck around. Cause like I don't know. I just like maybe there's a maybe there's a big size difference. Like maybe that makes it like a worse case, like a worse charge. Yeah, we just we just because he the whole misdemeanor. We just book this nigga. I would I would think I would think you can't you can't recover I, it. I guess. Cause like what's the difference between like snatching a five while they're receiving it and like 
stealing the purse. Is stealing the purse a felony? Probably, no, right? It's, it's I some don't think it's, it's a felony. It depends what's in the purse, probably. So purse only got five dollars in it. Then that's depends. Nah, I mean, always maybe, maybe, maybe the threat. Maybe the threat made it worse. Curly he right. Did, he did threaten the killer. So. Curly right. We do need. <laughs> <laughs> That, that definitely would. That definitely yeah, would be. Murder, so I don't yeah. know that that raises the stakes. <laughs> Nigga, the only thing I remember from business law was like tort. <laughs> That's about it. So uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. No, Getting arrested with five dollars ain't worth it, man. Nah. nah, it's just not. And it's definitely not worth getting COVID over. Absolutely not. Two things. Brock you actually stay made away. a. Um, Brock actually made a Florida man reference. It's pretty funny. This nigga Brock actually he's. I don't know if he's dabbling in stand-up, but it seems like every time I hear him speak, this nigga's basically just going over stand-up material, dog. He just be roasting Trump the whole time. <laughs> he was just talking about Trump's demeanor, and he was he was in uh, Miami recently, and he was talking about like Trump's demeanor and like some of his actions. And he was like, even Florida men wouldn't do some of the things he's doing. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine if a nigga came after me and my job, it was just way worse than me, and everybody's like, man, we want you back. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, everybody not me, dog. You know, <laughs> nigga can't oh, answer the phones man. like I do, bro. This thing's but he's really just like every like every time he was in Philly recently. Um, he was in Miami, and every time I see videos of him speaking, he's really just cracking jokes. <laughs> like this nigga's probably so happy to be out of the office, man. He can just kick his feet up and just and just shoot the shit with niggas now. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, did uh, did y'all vote yet? I got yes, the ballot. Sir. I got the ballot in the living room, man. Okay. Okay. Oh no, I'm dropping them off this week. We're not, I'm not playing. I waited too long. Honestly, I waited too long already for my own comfort. But yeah, I'm dropping them off this week. Probably Monday. Mm, yeah, make sure you? you track it, man. Make sure you track it. Yeah, I said my. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, last week. Last okay. Week. Okay. So, so uh, <clears throat> any of y'all vote for uh, for Yay? Anyone write this nigga in? Nah, I didn't. I can't. I can say that I did not write Yay in. Um, okay. Good. 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 I, I, but I've seen, I've seen via his Twitter that some people are, you know, some people do believe. Yeah, like an ad. Actually, had an ad where he had yeah. like he's piecing together a bunch of videos of of Trump. I mean, not Trump. Yay supporters basically speaking on, you know, why they think that he would make a good president. Yeah, we we definitely got we definitely got the clip of that. I'm about to play that. Oh, I, oh perfect. I, I saw I saw two videos. Just I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? I thought it was a joke at first. It looked like a like a fucking SNL skit. <laughs> I was like, this shit real, nigga? But this is uh this is one so that's that, just uh, that paid for by Kanye West. Yeah, this is the one that E's talking about. Mr. West wants the best for the American people. With the help from God, he will achieve this goal by winning the twenty twenty presidential election. I will be voting for Kanye West this year because America needs a leader who will actually listen to the kids. I'm voting for Kanye because I think this nation needs a strong leader with ideas, good ideas that can progress us, not liberal and conservative, but just like fact, and Kanye is that guy. I'm supporting Kanye West for president. As a young Christian, I'm proud that my vote is going towards a campaign that is faith-based and a candidate who cares about empowering the youth of America. I'm voting for Kanye West. When I think about my next president, I think about somebody who's going to help people, care about family create jobs. These are things that Kanye West has already done. This is why I believe he will be our next president. Uh, I'm voting for Kanye. I'm voting for Kanye. Recently, I've casted my vote in favor of Mr. Kanye West. I support Kanye. I support Kanye West. Kanye West has my full support. My vote definitely goes for Kanye West. I am Kanye West, and I approve this message. 
It's like Kanye picked the worst possible timeline to go through for his career, dog. It's, it, hey, his career go in many ways. He picked the worst possible one, dog. What percent y'all think this nigga gonna get? Like realistically? What what? Like percent. I don't want to think about it. Go. I don't want to think about it, E man, because I I was I was um on Instagram last week, man, and there's a a DJ from uh North Carolina B dot, and he was talking about how in North Carolina last time these nuts got like nine percent of the vote. <laughs> And I'm like, dog, <laughs> if that's the case, like you, like Kanye could get like, if he got like 3%, it, it could, it could happen, it could happen possibly more than that. And it's like, man, it's just not the time. Nuts. It's not the time for it. America's votes, that would be crazy. It's not, it's not the time for it. But people are dummies. And, and I mean, this is at the end of the day. And you would think with Kanye, it only like a, only a subsection of people, like maybe 40 under who even consider this being a possibility. But there's a lot of dummies that's under 40. I, I know. We, we interact with people all the time. And, and we, we come across it, man. So I don't, I don't even want to think about it, man. This election is stressful enough that to deal with this nigga just disappointed me. My, my, the teenage Smitty would be shocked by all this, man. I have a question for y'all. As I was watching, I was like, I, I feel like I'm pretty good with faces. And I'm like, I, I'm sure I've seen these niggas somewhere. Did he just round up the niggas he gave, like, those freestyle opportunities to, to do the ad? Because I swear the first nigga on there was one of the niggas that, like, freestyled for him. Probably, man. I mean, if you... If I you like he to just rounded all them niggas up. If you're trying to go president, the first thing you should talk to is people who already uh, know you. So that's, like, mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's an easy move <laughs> to promised, go. <laughs> he promised them all the credit on the next album. <laughs> <laughs> you heard Ross Flow yeah. on Mustard? I got yeah, you. They say I'm smart, too. Don't forget to say I'm for the kids. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's this this Kanye shit, man. We talked about it a many times on here. I'm hurt. I'm hurt in so many different ways. And now at this point, I'm just I can't I can't stand this nigga, man. It is it's it's crazy to say that about one of the greatest musical minds of our generation. But I can't stand this nigga at this point, man. It it is really terrible. I was actually um I don't know what I was doing, but I was I just had like a playlist on and I, I heard um it was some track off of um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And uh, I was just like, damn, this nigga was really, was really a goat. This nigga's really Bro, a goat, man. And, it's I, almost... and, it, and I hate to admit this, or not, not admit this, but even, I don't know how to feel about it. I was going to ask y'all, do y'all feel like that album specifically is the greatest album made to date? Or at least top album? five? Yeah, nah, that album. rap album or just my my beautiful daughter's like, a fantasy. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, do you mean like rap album or just like album of all time? Um, I mean, let's we could do you could do both. You could do rap album. You could do and then just no, I wouldn't do all, I wouldn't do album of all time. I wouldn't do either one. It probably wouldn't be top ten in the album of all time, but it would be top ten in rap albums for me. I I wouldn't do either one personally. I've heard interesting arguments before that made me think that it might be top five. Why don't like wh- who's like what's some albums that go on there? I guess your top five or above it. Michael Jackson, Bad, probably Off the Wall, Stevie Be Wonder, like, Song of the Key top. of Life. Um, oh, what about rap rap album? If you just rap albums, rap. yeah, all time or just other uh, recent all generation? Time. This is a big. No, this is a big. Qu- currently, uh, currently asking for a big question right now, man. All the yeah, top no, of our heads. All time. Uh, I'd blueprint for me. Hill up there, to be honest, man. That Lauryn Hill album is probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, yeah. It's education. I'll say, um, you know, you can, actually, you go. I'll think about it. 
I'd have to put. I would have to put my favorite album from my favorite rapper, which is Blueprint One. Um. Yeah, man. I, I was. I'm arguing for top ten in rap, though. So I don't think I can name ten, but not top five better albums or top three. Well, well, ten was just kind of a loose thing. Okay. It could be five. I would have to. Think, I would have to really think hard, but it, it could be five. And I mean, this is under the assumption that you think this is Kanye's best album, which I, I mean, that's fair. That's 100 percent fair. Oh, that's and interesting. I've, I've been known to have controversial Kanye album takes all the time, so this is not anything new to me. What's the what's his best album? Better this? Best album? I can see this being his best album. Um, Kyle's Dropout is also up there. It's not, but my personal favorite Kanye albums differ from all that. Like my favorite Kanye album is probably Graduation. And I think I'm comfortable with that. And like, I love, I love late registration. I do love Pablo. Pablo wasn't, Pablo was way, way better than it gets credit for. But again, even now talking about these albums, I feel dumb because it's like, this nigga don't care about what's, what's really going on. He on, he on a different play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, B, okay, so for example, B by Common is one of my favorite albums ever. If you did like a top 10 albums of this, of this decade, or not decade, but like, Millennium so far, yeah. Um, it would be in consideration for me. I don't know if it made a list, but it'd be in consideration. Heavily produced by Kanye, shit like that. He is his fingers have touched so much of the music I listen to, grown up to, and music is a big thing to me <clears throat> that it's hard not to think about it that way. But yeah, it's it's almost Robert esque, dog. It's almost it's almost like Robert Kelly, bro. I can't even. This nigga did so much that I did appreciate at the time that I don't even feel comfortable referencing right now. Yeah, Man. fucking terrible. Here we are, nigga. Twenty twenty, nigga. I, I don't know, but it definitely crossed my mind. I'm like, shit, that shit might like, that might have been in my, be in my top five all time. You know, you know what did it for me, Curly though, for real, man. Is uh, all those good, good Friday tracks coming out beforehand. Yeah. And just being in, in real time, I remember having it in, in real time, and they were all fire, but hearing them on the album, it was kind of like, you know, you still enjoy them. They're still super quality, you know, everything like that. Just that allure of like that first spin. It was like, oh no, I, I know all these songs already because we had been we had been playing them shits like crazy since they had dropped the entire time. And then also, if I'm thinking this album is 2011, 2011 is just a weird musically. A lot of stuff is happening. I'm not even the album is going on, but we also getting Nostalgia Ultra just dropped. Um, House of Balloons is out, so like kind of musically, I'm just going towards a different place. Take Care is about to come out, or if it's not out already. Um, so it's like I'm. There's no way I'm not appreciating what Ye did at the time. And there's no way. And like I said, in hindsight, looking at it, I was obviously all, it's so well put together song by song. There's so many great features on it and stuff like that. I just remember at the time not feeling like it was the masterpiece that immediately everybody else thought it was. And that's that's me personally. But I, there, I, I see what it is, though. I know what it is. Are there any skips on that album for you? Um, No, nah, not really. Cause even skips on Graduation for you? On graduation, not personally, mm-hmm. no. Drunk and hot None? girls, drunk and hot girls, the only song I'll be like maybe, but I let it play because this is like some real personal. Like at the oh, end, you love, you love drunk and hot girls. Nah, nah, nah. At the <laughs> end, for drunk girls. I nah, nah. <laughs> at the end, there's like this tone shift. There's like this note shift that leads right into uh, flashing lights, and flashing lights might be it's in my top five Kanye <clears throat> songs. It's not my favorite Kanye song. So like having that little like doom doom like right into the song, 
it's worth listening to the whole track for me. Because I'm not, if I zone out, I zone out. At the end of the day, though, it, it's fine. But, yeah. Graduation. Graduation means a lot to me, bro. That's bad on fire. Word. Interesting. <laughs> I got, hey, man. Yeah. I'll I'm, be I'm, I'm wrong a lot, Curly, man. But sometimes we write, man. Um, actually, it's funny to talk about that because I, I I brought a clip to the show today for the audience, and I and I'll I'll be honest, man. When I started going after this clip, my goal was to prove uh, one of my co-hosts, Eric, uh, wrong. Because on the last episode, we were talking about the Lakers, and I was saying how everyone said that, you know, they didn't pick us to win and stuff like that. And then Eric was like, "No one said that. No one." picked against you guys. So I was like, you know what? We always talk about looking back on these old shows and trying to find clips to see if anyone did it. And I got to say, I was wrong. I couldn't find no clips of Eric picking against the Lakers. I could not find one. I did find a clip of him making a finals prediction, though. And, uh, Curly, you got it? Can you got I do. Up? I, I see it's a long clip, so I'm, I'm pausing. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a couple stops. It's a couple stops. We, we got right. it, though. Oh, we got he go, he go, nice, he go little, Eric, nice little adventure. Fuck, wait. Wait a second, wait a second. And this is from episode, because I put the uh, thing in there. <laughs> this is going to be funny. This is from uh, episode 51, guys. Five guys. So let's let's hear Eric's finals prediction. That's live. Real, real quick, NBA finals predictions. What y'all got? Uh, I got oh, it's easy. Yeah. Lakers, um, four, two over the heat. Maybe two, hopefully two. Four one maybe four five four probably four one I would say four two if we're lucky. That's crazy. You can stop. I love you stop, Butler, stop though, man. I want. Oh, so he gonna keep talking about Jimmy Butler and stuff. But no, Eric picked it. He picked four two Lakers over the Heat beforehand. I appreciate that. Uh, you got anything to say? E? No, because I know how this shit goes, man. What, you, you, you don't. You, probably, you don't know. Clip you, got, you don't know how to go. You, got, you, you know how to go. No comment. Curly, what's no comment? Nigga, you trying to clip? you in the trash, bro. You ain't getting yeah. me. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I want to do you like this because. Okay, I'm, I'm keep it competitive. I think Jimmy has a good chance of containing LeBron, but at this point, I don't think it's about LeBron anymore. I mean, I think it's about Brow, and I don't know if anyone can tame that man right now. So I think that's it. Stop it there. Stop it there. But yeah, that's easy pick from the finals. And for the audience to know, I think I, I didn't make a pick. I didn't make a prediction because the Lakers were playing. Curly, you said four one Lakers. Yeah. So that's what we, that's what it was. So E, I wanted to, I want to go and ambush you on the show like you was wrong like that. But no, nah, I, I had to put it out there so people know. We, we try to keep people honest on the show, and let them know what's happening. I was wrong and you was right in this situation. We do have more clips. So <laughs> streets is watching. I'm not trying, nigga. I'll wait, I'll wait for part, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny, man. So the next, this next clip is actually from January, and this is from January episode thirty-two. And here's me talking about what I see happens with the rest of the NBA season. So oh. you can play that curly. Hold on, because I, I had fucking stopped it, but I didn't pause it. It's cool. Yeah, get what you need to do. Man, right now. So I think that's it. It's, so at this point, so at this point, can you confirm? Can you confirm that? Can I confirm what? At this point, can you confirm that? With y'all being twenty-one and three, 
three. Anything but a, a ring is a bust. That was before the season. At the beginning of the season, anything being before okay. the ring is a bust. Right, no, I just, I, just want, I just want to keep you up to date. I mean, no, shit. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a Laker fan. I just want to get, multi, just want to get multiple records of this I'm a, I'm a, along, along the season. I'm a Laker fan. That's, I mean, we play for rings. That's the, the only thing about the franchise. Get the fuck out. We got 16 championships, nigga. We got 10 more championships than y'all. Oh, yeah, fuck the Clippers. Also, time about the end, but shout out uh, Bam out of bio, man. I've, I've been a fan. He's from the crib, and he's playing some ball out of Miami. The Heat looking good right now. Um, a team to look out for in the East, man. They looking good, and they led by Jimmy. It's kind of like how uh, the Raptors last year kind of took on that Kawhi persona. And, you know, everyone was, like, kind of stoic. These Heat taking out the Jimmy Butler. That's uh, we up for something. They up for something, man. That boy dog. Stop that right there. We just want to. I just want to let the listeners of the of the back row know, man. We just wanted to give y'all the truth. We just want to give y'all the answers. That's me in January. <laughs> Letting niggas know how this is gonna go. I can't lie. That's a good call, man. I'm proud That's of myself. Call, when bro, I found it, January. When I when I found it, I was astounded. I'm, I'm I surprised myself. You about January, dog? How much how much tape you listen to, nigga? I told you I was I was like, let me see if he really made any instances of getting these Lakers out here. I I went back because I wanted to. It's funny you asked that because I was inspired by there was an episode where you were talking about going back and hearing Curly's takes on stuff. So the next clip, the we next, got yeah, we got I two back to back clips. We got two back to back clips, and I let I let Curly know. I let the audience know what they are. The first clip, the first two clips you go to hear real quick. Are from what episode is this, man? <laughs> I want, I want, it, I want everyone, to, I want it to be known that Curly's right now wearing a, a Brooklyn Nets hat. But go ahead, continue. The I'm first, not... the... go ahead, go ahead. First... I'm, I'm gonna do, I'll defend myself when I need to. <laughs> These first two clips are from episode 15, Road to Zion. So that should let you know of the title, Road to Zion. The first, the intro song was uh. <laughs> The intro song, Lord the Hill. intro song was yeah the Lord Hill song March of the Zion, and then following following that clip, following the first two clips, oh god, we got the clip of Curly, the day the episode <clears throat> uh twenty one six episodes later, BK all day, and we can hear Curly's transition into Nick into Nestum. Oh man, just so just so the audience can be familiar with it. So Curly, you can let these play, just let it play out. We'll we're here. All right. <sighs> <sighs> I didn't do shit. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm just enjoying these playoffs. I'm just enjoying what's happening in the league. Y'all niggas not blind. Y'all niggas not deaf. Well, some of y'all are, but. (laughs) 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 Y'all see what's going on, baby. Knicks. Good thing they can't hear that. Knicks. Knicks, baby. (laughs) You mad. I'm not not mad. Knicks, man. I'm not mad. You nah, nah, you know that they if it if Katie signs anywhere else but the Knicks, that's gonna be a funny day. On yeah. Social media. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I can't. <laughs> and then any group chat that I'm in, that's gonna be a funny day. It's, I mean, but as, long, when as, long goes, Katie, as long as we get Kyrie, as long as we get Kyrie, by you think Kyrie gonna carry the championship? Because I don't yeah. know. You just I don't know. You, you just saw what happened. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying sure if you're watching, but it, it wouldn't stop us from. <clears throat> Making the move on AD and others, like we could still get Jimmy Butler. So if it's a Kyrie oh, Jimmy Butler in an AD man. situation, this didn't age well. can convince AD at that point. I mean, y'all, y'all can't tell me in the East that's like a laughable team. Like there's a lot 
of money we can offer. And then we're, we're like, they're saying Dolan's willing to spend the money. So See, they're gonna lie, go, they can Dolan. do, like, when you do that, then it's like you're playing on <laughs> a different stay live, level. Man. You know what I mean? It's just getting one and then, you know, that person attracting the other. Which in Kyrie's case, I think he can get someone else. Stop it, Curly. I thought it was three. zero for four, dog. <laughs> so the next, that's Zion, that's, <laughs> Jimmy Butler, KD, and Kyrie. Not a C. Hey, <laughs> Curly, I'm not trying to get you out of here, man, because you, you change. You change and you let it be known you're not fucking with the niggas no more several times. Oh, yeah. This is oh this the old God. you. We can see you was lied to by Dolan in those clips, man. And uh, apparently a lot of other people. There was a lot of names, like you said. It was a lot a lot of big right. names on that list, man. <laughs> Let's see this this final clip, though. This one will currently uh, change. And this is also the clip that inspired me if to I, make this. I could just go back, listen to some of our old episodes, and just bring up all the times that Curly was busting. <laughs> About the players that the Knicks are about to get and how 2020 was going to be the year. And if I was, yo, listen, if I was good at this IT shit, I would just plug him in right here. It would just be voice over. It would just be like the, the clips of him going stupid. And then me and Smitty just sitting back and listening. Y'all like, ain't yeah. blind. All right. Y'all ain't <laughs> Now, without further ado, uh, Curly with the hey. Knicks update. Hey, so first off, Cause we're starting this bitch right now. Clock on, nigga. That was the old me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Matt? What's up, Brooklyn? BK? I'm fucking done. I am officially done. Boy, oh boy, them niggas did it. Them niggas really did it this summer, bro. Hey man, and I understand. I'll, I'll be upset like that too, man. I just, we just want to be honest with the eye and show, show what we go through here, man. And um, that was a good little. Flashback at, at the work we did so far, man. So now I see I might have to go delete some tape once I, <laughs> once, I once I change over to a Chiefs fan full time, nigga. I'm gonna, hey, hey, that was that was highlight reel about to be classic. <laughs> <laughs> no man, once I, once I change over to Kansas City full time, nigga, I'm about to I'm about to clean up some old tapes. <laughs> nah, yeah, I left a lot of my I left a lot of my tapes out of here, man. We we all got them, at, so. I'll just say this, man. Huh. I, I'm not mad. I mean, this that, that shit is funny looking back on it. But uh, it's really like coming out of a cult, I would imagine. Like, it's kind of <laughs> similar to that. Because it's like, boy, was I blind to a lot. Just hearing my old self. Nigga, all the stars I mentioned, like half of them niggas went to an NBA Finals. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like, that's crazy. Jimmy AD, like, I would have been so happy with any of them. Uh, looking back on it, but damn, we really did miss yeah, on I mean, we. They really missed on <laughs> on the niggas, man. That shit is crazy. Yeah, I imagine for you is like one of those one of those clips, like a show of like a celebrity, like watching some old controversial shit that they said back in the past, and they're like you know, it's just it's just tough to hear. You know? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just, just tough to it's tough to see myself acting that way. You know, those are the best, but <laughs> those are the bad place. But I've changed. I've changed for the better. He sounds like being in a, 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 a cult, man. Yeah. Speaking of, have y'all seen this uh, thing on, I'm watching this documentary on HBO called The Bow? Have y'all heard of it? Yes. Yes. The Bow? The, the Bow. Yeah. The Bow, no. I have you know. seen any of it, Curly? Yeah, I've seen all of it. I'm caught up. Bro, Curly's oh, see. seen everything, dog. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not done with it yet. I think I'm on like episode seven or eight. But E, what it is, it's like this dude, um, 
super genius. He had like a 240 IQ. And he starts this group where they learn TJ. like they learn ethics like based through um and Curly, you let me know if I'm doing this wrong or not. Yeah. They learn ethics like based through uh it's like a steps. They're actually like steps you can follow, kind of a formula that you can follow. It's, it's a company. Uh, it's actually a yeah. company. Yeah, that put on like workshops. Um and basically what Smitty's describing is just like their program that's mm-hmm. geared to help you be like your best self, um, to basically self actualize. So go ahead, go ahead, Smitty. You was, since you were talking about it. So yeah, they got the program to help you self actualize. It's mad levels to it. Um, if you once you pass a class, you get like a little stole, like a half stole of different colors and different like stripes on it to yeah. solidify your your level. Look um, like you in karate class, like you can like yeah, kind of but belt. your belt just over your shoulders, like niggas trying to style style the belt. Um, yeah. You look like a student at Hogwarts, like <laughs> it's, it's goofy because niggas they don't even wear anything else underneath it. It's just yeah. like over their regular clothes while they in class. Yeah, no, yeah, and um, so basically the the thing is though, like the leaders of this, the top teacher, they don't call her by her name; they call her prefect. And the dude at the top, the owner of the company, they call him Vanguard. And essentially, as the documentary plays out, you start around. Prefect mean? So prefect is kind of like a, a teacher in like a secondary school, I believe. I hope I'm right. I'm looking at the definition now, man. I want the audience trying to get me out of here, dog. Um, I know what Vanguard means. It's like a yeah, it's a senior like authority and schools and stuff like that. Yeah, obviously Vanguard. You know what it means? Can you explain to the audience? Because I'm probably looking at the definition again. Um, I think it's like a like a like a typically a group or an entity that's like leading in new ideas, I think. Mm. Which is where the company got their name from, I believe. Mm. Okay. Let's look up the actual definition. Nah, yeah. I am looking at that too. But no, nah, it's kinda right. The, the definition <laughs> I'm seeing right now is a group of people leading the way in a new development in new developments or ideas. Oh, okay. So essentially what you were saying. But um so yeah, the guy they had this they had this group and where they're learning and all this stuff and it's successful. All these people are coming to it, and they have like a bunch of different splinters of the group. Like they have a women's led version, they have a version that's just like for men. Um, they have a version that works for like teens and, and shit like that. And then as the story develops, you find out that like there's a secret group within this group um, called Das, and within this group, you essentially you you get a brand. It's all women, and they have to first. They have to give collateral. You have to tell a secret to get into the group. They won't even tell you about the group until you give them a secret about you. And the secret has to be so terrible that it can ruin your life. So that's the first red flag that you got. Like, um, that's like that religion, Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, they apparently doing a lot to try to get away from Scientology. It's they're not the same thing, but yeah, they're not niggas to play with. It's a, it's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot of parallels. Better direct that energy elsewhere. Also, man, one time I was in L.A. and with my mom and uh, my fiance, and them niggas like tried to walk into the Scientology church just to see like what was going on in there. I was like, bro, y'all gotta get up. What's 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 the point <laughs> of being nosy? Idea. What's the point of being nosy around here? Like, <laughs> nah, fam. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, yeah, you you get that collateral to learn about the group, then you can get invited to the group, and then you have to give more collateral, and it could be like naked pictures, or it could be, uh, it's always some shit like that. Um, but apparently it's all woman led group. Eventually you find out obviously it's led by the dude in charge. And it's Spoiler these people alert. just Oh, sorry. I figured Damn, I was, is that a big is that a big tell? Like 
Should I, should I watch it still? To me, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I apologize yeah. to the audience. You should watch it. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot of other shit that I'm skipping over. But you kind of you kind of learn more about the guys you're going on. As I was seeing it from the get-go, I don't, I don't know, man. I have my own feelings about it. Curly, I don't know. What, what would you say? It's a good about, show, I guess, for the audience. About oh, the oh, organization. Oh. I mean, all, all in all, like, you know, it's just another story. Because, like, I've, I've listened to podcasts before that talk that specifically talked about cults. So, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those stories, again, that just um, shed light on how, like, you know, niggas can tap into vulnerabilities of people um, no matter, you know, where you come from, where you at in life. Uh, and then get you to... Vulnerable religion. Yeah, get you into group Next. thinking and get you like highly invested in some shit that's really like harmful. Um, and it's crazy. Like my, the takeaway fr- from it for me was, the more you learn about the the leader of the group, you realize like he just was able to weaponize business tactics, yep. and and language that you know basically just be a, a extremely good salesman in terms mm-hmm. of like everything he's. The, the end goal that people are invested in or just like anything that somebody would want out of their life, you know, ultimately. But it's the way niggas spin it and they like, it's a whole lot of gaslighting. Um, <laughs> and, a whole lot of gaslighting. Yeah, and a, and, a, and a pattern amongst cults is like the sleep deprivation. So like when you're watching it and you hear the methods in which like these niggas basically had to be on call, like it was, it was wild. And then obviously the sexual abuse with the the subgroup within the cult was the most oh. har- like one of the most harmful aspects of it because the the large organization was just basically a feeder system into that and you know they like Smitty was saying they they get branded and everything so that shit is just terrible man like the niggas just corny and it's as crazy as like when you start your your perception starts to change obviously with each episode but like with, mm-hmm. like once you've gotten kind of to the end and you're like reflecting on everything about it, it's just like you realize how like no matter how smart someone is, it's like you, they really show themselves. Um, yeah. And it's like you can just tell like the way that because there's a lot of smart people involved yeah. in this uh, who got yeah. who got caught up. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's wild. Definitely a, uh, worth watching though. I'd say that. Yeah, yeah. And I will say this too. Uh, uh, just a, a random note. All, all TV watching. A lot of documentaries I watched this year, we probably all watched more TV and, and stuff like that than we used to. It's, it's getting close to the end of the year now. I don't know if I've seen anything as entertaining as Tiger King yet. It's, it's just, Tiger <laughs> <laughs> that show had a turn, a twist and turn every 30 minutes, dog. I've, I've never seen no shit like that. So, I got I got one um, that came out around the same time Tiger King came out. Um, don't Kill Cats. That mm, shit, I heard about that. That, that was a, that was a crazy shit. That was that shit was insane. <laughs> that was a crazy fucking show. Yeah, that so. was a crazy show. <laughs> yeah. That's that's another. I actually one. did watch that one. Yeah, that shit was wild. I actually did watch that one. Very graphic, but shit is wild. I didn't I didn't finish Tiger I didn't finish Tiger King though. Damn, how you not finish Tiger King? I started it, and I think I don't know what happened. I don't really watch stuff like that to be honest anymore. I don't know. Nigga, I'm man. Um, I just watched the uh, Derrick Rose documentary uh, two days ago. It's all it's free on YouTube. Derrick Rose. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's free on YouTube. It's um, it's pretty good, man. I thought for a while he touched on everything, you know, um, getting drafted, um, how the Bulls tried like almost not drafting because of his family stuff. Uh, he talked about the rape case. He talked about they had footage of him like the moment he found out he was getting traded to the Knicks. Um. Obviously, Chicago plays a big part. It's good, man. It's a good documentary. 
Yeah, I'm gonna check that out, man. He's one of yeah. my favorite players. Called Pooh. Um, I found it was on YouTube. Pooh. Yeah. Yo, so with you know, since being in quarantine, and you know, you talked about like people just started watching more stuff, um, especially now where I don't even know what month count it is since um, you know in the states we've been <laughs> been been in it. But do y'all feel like the versus thing? Is getting old at all? I know we're going to... I kind of wanted to talk about this Jeezy versus T.I. shit. I want to play the clip because that shit was hilarious. But, like, what y'all think about these verses, man? I see that Jeezy, Jeezy basically challenging <clears throat> T.I. He want he want, he want, want to see that. So, how y'all feel about verses in general? I don't I don't think it's getting old. Um, for me personally, only because, like, I'm just a huge fan of music. So, anytime artists that I'm a fan of, like, huge fan of Jeezy, big fan of T.I., Anytime niggas like uh, like them or people of those caliber are gonna step up and just play their their top twenty hits, I'm, I'm here for it, man. Even if it's just because usually when I watch it, I'm not like fully tuned in. It's not yeah. like background music. Yeah, yeah. Um, while I'm like playing video games or watching sports or something, but um, these are songs that they're gonna play that I'm listening to every day in the gym anyway. So it's like I'm gonna be hyped to hear this shit anyway. Um, so I'm, I'm hyped for it, man. I'm a big fan of Jeezy. When Air Forces come on, I'm gonna lose my mind. Do you think and he plays it? I guess. I, he has to, I think he has to play it. Every he, every concert I went to for Jeezy. Yeah, that's true. He's um, he's pretty good. He's he's, he's pretty good so with Air Forces. Let, let me play the uh let me play this nigga Jeezy uh calling out T.I. man. That shit was just funny. Say bruh, you done been around the whole world on your campaign. You know, now you back here. I don't know what to avoid me for. I tell you what though, since it mean that much to you, put a date on it. I ain't gonna meet you there. I'm gonna beat you there. Straight up. Big Snow. Big Snow. I haven't heard that one. I do think it's all, I do think it's all, um, not, like, not scripted, but kind of scripted in a way. At this point, like, like the promos? Yeah I, think, yeah, I think, like, since it's gotten so big, the whole call-out thing is not even, like, real call-outs. I think it's kind of like a, they go to, um, who was it doing? Swiss and uh and Timbo, Timberland. Right? Yeah, Swiss and Timberland. I feel like they kind of already know who the matchup's gonna be, and then this is like a rollout for it, basically. So I mean, that part I can kind of do without, I guess. I don't really listen to it. Like I, I this is my first time hearing the Jeezy one. I'm just here. I'm just here for the music, man. The other, the other theatrics can can stay. Asi- <laughs> aside from Ross getting the massage while he was playing, uh, what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> shit like that, I rock with. I rock with shit like that. Nah, the theatrics gotta stay, man. It's like some. I'm a wrestling dude, man. So you know, yeah, I, I like I like that wrestling shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? You you know it's part of the show, but it's a show for a reason, you know. But I'm with I'm with E, man. It's not really boring to me, or like it's not getting less than me. I'm I miss going to concerts a lot. Um, so you kind of get that atmosphere, whereas there's someone's performing or at least playing songs that you're familiar with. And like he said, it's good if I wanted to watch it. Like sometimes I want to sit and watch them. I can. If I want to just have them playing on the background while I'm doing something else. I'll be able to do that with him. Um, yeah, son, to bring up the monotony, um, it's worthwhile, man. And like I said, a lot of these artists, they really be um, giving you, like, they're playing a lot of their good songs, man. You just hope the artist that you're pulling for or whatever does well. But at the same time, um, it's just it's kind of like a concert. You just kind of view, view it as that. Who y'all got? And, just yeah, enjoy and, I'm, hardly ever, and I'm hardly ever just, like, pulling for somewhere. Yeah, I usually just like I, just, I, usually, I usually like enjoy both of the acts, so it's kind of like well. The only one I feel like I was really pulling was Fab versus Jada, and that's only because I had so many Fab. I feel like since I was like eight, since I was in eighth grade, I've been having Fabulous versus Jada kids arguments, 
So to have that play out, I, I had a, I felt like I had a, a stake in that. Um, that. Unfortunately, didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. But that's that's neither here nor there. But yeah, the rest of them, I'm, I'm more excited. I, I can say who I think will win, but honestly, I'm just more excited to hear the music. Yeah, no, who do you think will win? I think we kind of know who's going to win. It's got to be... Or who should win. Tip, if you're going off... Because our boy, me and E in the group chat, one of our homeboys from Chapel Hill, and he was just like, the formula kind of fits Tip better. And I think it's true. Um, a bigger audience, you're going to play more pop songs. T.I. just has more pop songs or songs that have crossed over than Jeezy. Um, I told him, I think if Jeezy plays like his mixtape stuff, sticks with that, sticks with his classics, like really his audience, like just plays towards his audience, he'll have a better shot than trying to match T.I. hit for hit. But T.I. going to go hit for hit because he can. And I, you can't blame him. I don't, I don't think Jeezy should stick to mixtapes. I mean, I not all mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? But I'm only a TM one-on-one and all that stuff. If he threw in Nah Broke, I'm, I wouldn't be mad at it. He threw the real back intro. I, I'd be like, you know, I, I appreciate that. They may play that stuff before. Yeah, back intro. That'd be, yeah, that, yeah. that'd be a moment. They may play that before, you know what I'm saying, the show and everything like that. But Jeezy has more. His album. Was Flexing on the album? I don't know if Flexing was on the album or not. I ain't thought about Flexing until you said it right there. In a minute. I feel like it's a mixtape song, though. It might have been on the yeah. It's the World mixtape, too. Yeah, he he definitely has some bangers on some of his mixtapes. But I think with all the TMs and the recession, man, it's classics. Like the classics on those. It's Ti though, and Ti's got a lot. No, no, of no, no, I'm, no, no. I know Ti's gonna win. I think Ti's gonna win. Um, I'm more so just saying like he can avoid Jeezy can avoid mixtapes and still kill from like what he's what he's able to do. You know what I mean? Like That's it's not fair. gonna be disrespectful. That's fair. That's fair. What do you think, Curly? I'll probably go with T.I. I feel like T.I. has been uh, more versatile than Jeezy. And that's not to say, like, anything bad about Jeezy. It's just, uh, if you will, like a category thing. Like, just some niggas are just not going to have. Like, T.I. was more, like, he was able to cross over easier. So, naturally, he's going to have, um, like, like you were saying earlier, like, hits that appeal to the masses more. So that kind of gets me. I'm always, I felt like this, I'm partial to some of those pop, popier records. So uh, I feel okay. like yeah, definitely has more, she definitely has more worse albums though. Like more bad albums than Jeezy does. I don't think that plays a part in this because it's only 20 songs. Yeah. <laughs> See, but, that, uh, that's the thing. That's the thing. The fact that like you put out enough bad music, albums. If you put out enough music, you make a as long as you can clear a top twenty five, it don't matter in these verses. Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. Unless you just are you fuck around and pick one of those outside of like those those bottom tier songs because you like them. I think I can see. Well, look, yeah, I can see. Like I, if, I, if that, that's how Ti would lose though. Like I feel like if Ti started playing shit from this recent album and shit from um, that's what, I love the I love the album before this, but if we start playing shit from there, that's how I think he would give it up. That's what I was about to say. I can see Ti making the the choice where we seen a lot of people fuck up in the verses of just picking the wrong songs. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if we get, if T.I. plays, and uh, he gonna be probably mad at this, if he play like five of his most recent songs, like most recent, like kind of, you know what I'm saying? And like yeah, threw them yeah, in with, the last two albums, with, yeah. with 15, with 15 classics, it might, he might, throw, he might lose it off that. Yeah. What's that Thug song? He, like the, one of the Thug's first songs he did with T.I.? Oh, About the Money? Yeah, you think he'll play that? He, 
If he did, I, he might get a, he might get a win. It depends on I what Jay Z plays. That should be like one of the most recent songs he plays. Like he should stop it right there. Like if he plays a recent song, he's hey, there. He got a song with Thug Out. No, that's, that's tough too. I don't want to hear it during the battle. Oh, but the last album, it's really good. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah but it, it's that. tough. Uh, yeah, but like cool. Jeezy, Jeezy could play that joint where he got with Neo. But that might be the only song Jeezy got like to women. The other like the other song Jeezy got when he's singing to women. TM one on one, beat it up. Yeah, exactly. He better not play that either. That's that song was fire. And but like Ti, I mean, if Jeezy played that, Ti could play. Let's get away. He could follow up. Yeah, you know, whatever you like. He G- got Jeezy got Jeezy got yeah. I do. Oh, uh, he does have I do. On um, that's a on one three. One three has something else too. One three has a. Uh, I figured out. That's a big. That's a thing though. You know what I'm saying? If you try to get these sway women going, they got something too. And I mean, rappers. Used to have that thing where they had to make songs towards the girls, man. That shit and is so unfair, though. I feel like a dude is like I it's, like it's not Jay's though, verse on that way more than. <laughs> I'll say yeah, I like Andre. Andre has the has the verse. I feel like most people like like to sing along with that. I do. Yeah. Leave you alone, Neil. Yeah, that's what you talk about. Leave you alone. Yeah, that yeah. shit is fire. Yeah, though. that's what I said. He can play that, but if Ti play whatever you like beside it, which which you gonna pick? <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, we will see. We will see. Niggas will be tuned in, of course. Fans win again. <laughs> I just hate the. I just hate the label involvement <laughs> in any of the shit. I think y'all yeah. talked about it earlier. That shit really is corny. I want niggas picking the songs because I feel like the art is like telling because it's like, oh, you really fuck with these songs. So if you pick something yeah. that's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a nice little like tidbit of information, insight on an artist. So, and that's like, I feel like that's the fun part about it. It's like, yo, you got to be like a coach. You got to fucking curate the fucking list. So, mm-hmm. you know what, man? <clears throat> I'm not going to be, you know what? I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a go left when everyone goes right. I'm going to say, if Jeezy sticks to Seen It All and before that, like, if he doesn't go past Seen It All, unless it's like all there with Bankroll, unless he does that. He got to do that too. Otherwise, if he doesn't go past Seen It All, the album, like timeline wise, I think he can win. So I'm, I'm going Jeezy, man. Since both of y'all going T.I., I'm saying as long as Jeezy sticks to seen it all and before, with the exception of all there with bankroll, Jeezy got it. Man. And and I hate to I hate to do that to Jeezy too, because these are also people that around the same time I feel like we we knew who T.I. was. I remember T.I. being popping when I was like in middle school and stuff like that. But when Jeezy came, it was T.I. was already the king of the South Lake around that time. And Jeezy just had his wave, dog. That it, it almost rivaled anything he had going on. So I, I would, you know, we remember how bad these artists were and shit like that. It's gonna be good, man. Like Curly said, the fans win. Yeah, yeah, man. I wasn't, I wasn't rocking with Ti from the beginning, um, but I was rocking with Jeezy from like the very first, like Boys in the Hood days. So I have a much more closeness to, to his music. Um, See, so yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Jeezy, man. Oh, yeah. we, was, hey, we listen to motivation in the, in the locker room, trying to get right. We got to play McDougal tonight. To, <laughs> to segue off of this, man, I got I got a nice treat for the podcast audience, man. Uh, number one, Halloween. The fucking uh, numbers have been uh, going up. Yeah, actually, when you think about it, it's, it's kind of like a pun, trick or treat. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah man, have to break it down to him. But, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um. Your boy, your boy is uh, you know, stepping out there. You know, we we've told y'all before, we've done it before. We're, con- we're we're continuously doing it. We're continuously researching for y'all. 
because this is about mm-hmm. y'all at the end of the day and us building this community. So I'm stepping out into Cougarland. I'm stepping into Cub Life. Mm, already, I'm in Cougarland. I've already updated the Tinder, updated the Bumble. We out here, baby. 40 and up in a 90-mile radius. Come talk to me. Tevin Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> you, got any, uh, you got any keywords to use in the bio? Come come talk to me. They probably made kids to that song. Nigga, 40 plus. <laughs> they was in the club. Yeah, heavy. Yeah, nigga. that's what I'm saying. Why plus. Why else you think I was, you know what I mean? I was in my bag. Why else you think I played John B last yeah. week? You know what I mean? We we here, man. We here. But look. You got to start looking, looking down on the younger ones. What, what you at, 84? <laughs> You 84, 85? Nah, bitch. Yo, so basically... 70s. 70s. <laughs> basically, you know, I, I the, the keywords somebody asked, um, basically my my, uh, my bio set up where I was saying that uh, I took advice from my homegirl. Um, uh, my bio... Let me get my pen and pad. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's set up where I so said, you know... Says what? So it says that, uh, you know, I'm looking for a more mature woman to spend my mm. time with. Explain my interests. You know, I'm you know really nice. into uh, um, you know business, sports, and uh, videography. You know, and, uh, and and I'm starting to test with letting them know. Come off the off the rip. Hey, I'm in an ethical non-monogamous relationship. Reason being, you know, what I mean, it gives me a little like in my experience with meeting women um, around my age. That shit has been a separator. At first, I hit a wall, but mm. not nigga. We are just we're passing with fine colors out here. So, <laughs> and oh, and the added tip, I got that, I got the oop from, from my baby, Ashley. Uh, she was like, yo, you need to throw in the Jamaican flag at the, at the beginning. So mm. that's what I did. Threw the Dra- Jamaican flag in there. Shout out to my heritage. Wait, why does that mean? help? Because, you know, they want something foreign, nigga. I'm excited. Yeah, look, epic. Look, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yellow ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. You know what I mean? So we out there, man. <laughs> something foreign. <laughs> Yeah, island girl. That's crazy. Yeah, I told you. No, I, t- I told man. you. I told you all in group chat, man. I'm a city boy now, so we, we doing whatever. Yeah, look at the Puerto Rican flag, real quick. Yeah, come here, Juan Juan. Okay, man. Start selling these lies. Yeah, man. So I'm out here, man. We just started. It's early. Uh, I've gotten some matches. I've just been reluctant, guys. But trust me, updates are coming. <laughs> updates are coming. You get you a Margaret yet? You get you a Margaret yet? No, no, I got a Ophelia. Uh, that's, my mother, that's my mother-in-law name. Ophelia, perfect. Yeah, I got a Rhonda. Of course. Sandra, you know what I mean? Damn. A DMX? Yeah. Mm, okay. I had, you know, truth be told. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said DMX? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, man. So, so how, do you, how do you introduce, like, the idea of being a cub, though? It's like, Obviously, you, you're putting out there that you want mature, but how do you introduce, like, I also want money? Like, <laughs> when does that, when does that yeah. come into play? So, I'll, I'll definitely update you when that happens, but my uh, initial plan is to, at some point, just, like, get to know them. You know what I mean? They're a human being. They ain't no piece of meat. They're not an ATM. Vice versa. We people here. So, start there. Max, and Max. then, uh, once we get to the, you know what I mean? The yeah, actual, actual factuals, then, you know, I'll start... <laughs> Bringing out the contract negotiations, um, that, that's kind of the the plan, because I'm not stepping in any home without there being some sort of identified, you know, form of a. Um, let me see. Let me see. What, what can I say here? 
Just, you know, respect. I'll say sign of respect. I like gifts. <laughs> gifts is a love language for myself. I need power. You know what I mean? Because we don't... Dr- you, man. Don't, life. We don't dry snitch over here. <laughs> so... Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I yeah. I understand. I understand. I, um... Yeah, that's always been, like, the biggest hill for me. It's like, how do you introduce... I would like my bills paid. Like, how is this? <laughs> so, that's why I always thought that, you know apps that are directed towards that type of relationship will be the key. Obviously, it doesn't work that way. you got to go out into the wild and earn it. But uh, I, just, I feel like I've never been able to, to make that well, that ask. Like, to, to ask that, you know, what are we doing? Ask for a little bit of money has been a big topic lately, man. I've, uh, it has been a big topic. I've, I've definitely been, uh, been blessed to be around some women that uh, have explained how that shit goes. <laughs> so... In terms of how they deal with niggas that be paying them, which is interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, just listening to a lot of you know city girls and Meg, and I feel like I feel like I'm Get there. Get mine right. Yeah. <laughs> Get me right. I be playing Meg as I as I'm texting. <laughs> can't get distracted. Can't afford to get distracted. On the topic of on the topic of uh, money from women, I guess we know Eric's stance now from what he said. But, uh, <laughs> So, like Smitty said, it's been, I guess, a big topic on Twitter recently. And I, I saw, I think, apparently this was in multiple stories, but I, I personally have just seen this one story about the guy who was texting some young lady, um, basically saying they were, he was going to this party tonight, and he wanted to borrow, I don't know how much it was, maybe $20. You know how much it was, Smitty? Nah. Um, I think it was, it was under $20, so I'll say it, was, it like that. It was, yeah. yeah, it was under $20 to, uh, to buy some weed. And then she was kind of like, nah. And he just kept pushing for it, like, please, like, pray, please, like, I got you back Wednesday. He, no, he said, I got you back Tuesday, <laughs> which is it's a weird day. Yeah, that payday loan for weed. But, uh, <laughs> but um, it was just back and forth, and she was like, nah, I don't, I don't be borrowing nobody. I don't, I don't borrow any money to anybody. I don't lend money to anybody. And he finally gave up. He said, all right, all right, I got you, I got you. And that sparked the whole debate, but like, damn, niggas out here really asking women for money. Y'all niggas lame, blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to ask, how do y'all feel about Asking a woman for money, like is it for y'all? Is it uh, just trash as opposed to asking a man for money? Like, is there a difference there? Would y'all ever ask a woman you for want, money? You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Give my take. Let y'all have it. So I feel like it's one of these situations where it's a double standard that just uh, it's one of those things. It is what it is. So like, I feel like because of how society set up. That the expectation is that, like, I mean, yeah, like, women are in a position where, like, I feel like it makes more sense for them to receive money in the way that they do and to be paid, vice versa. Uh, Now, with that being said, I don't feel like there's never situations where, like, men should, like, should be ridiculed for asking women for bread. But I feel like if we're talking about, like, I feel like generally speaking, yeah, like, I mean, I would just, I'd probably st- st- uh, stay away from that unless you're dealing with someone that you actually have some sort of relationship with and won't put your shit on social. So, I feel like it's one of those situations where, yeah, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean like a random person. I mean like someone you know. So that's you what, have a, either, either your girlfriend or your friend, I'd imagine. That's what right? be happening in these posts, though, a lot of times. They do, these girls be like, I just met this dude two days ago. And he be like, 
People, yeah, I need, I need pity. That's wild for a man. That's wild to a man or a woman. Like, that's just ridiculous. Why are you asking someone you met two days ago? Oh, okay. For money. I mean, someone you have a relationship with. That's so, a good. Like, that's a good that point should, to eat. If anybody asks yeah, you for money, a girlfriend yeah. or a friend. Yeah, that shouldn't be an issue. Like, you should be able to go to someone you love or that that loves you or cares for you to some extent and be able like, to like, like women loan me some money, situ- please. In those situations, though, the women wouldn't complain. They wouldn't be like, "Oh, I gotta get this nigga money." If it, right. it's your woman for real, if it's, if it's your friend. Of course, she's going to look after you. If you, if you yeah. do what you're supposed to be doing. But yeah, so I didn't understand. Like, the backlash for that specific situation, yeah. This nigga, like, you're feeding it right now, dog. Relax. <laughs> you're thirsty. But um, but people were just down. But people were shitting on the, just a the general scenario of just asking a woman for money. First, dog. I feel like. As if no one can. <sighs> like, a, like, a man can't be in need of money. <clears throat> and his no. closest friends or, or maybe his friends who have a. Who are in a better financial situation. Are women like is that? I feel like <laughs> man, why would I be wrong to ask a woman? Not, it's like not a in Twitter, not in a patriarchy, like, bro. Like I feel like people just subscribe to the whole like you got to hold it down as a nigga, and then you got pick me women that are like I'll never, you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be with a man that can, I'm gonna support him other ways, and it's like that's just below me, type shit. So blame it on patriarchy, it, bro. And I I do agree with where Curly stands in the first place that it's like a double standard that it is, and then. This is a history you got to deal with because courtship in general, you, get, you it's usually to handle with guys giving women gifts. That's could be a, a part of courtship. Women don't usually give guys gifts when they're courting us. It's usually not really a lot of court of us, uh, you know, as we have to court them, and that just comes with the money thing. Kind of comes off of that, you know. They're not really expected to give us anything. Why it should be fine for us to get give them stuff, and I mean it is what it is, but. To, to clear my point real quick, I, 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 I would say okay. if, yeah. if sexism didn't exist, then that's that's why I'm saying the double standard is what it is. Because you talk about the economic differences and opportunities, just how society is. I think that's why I'm saying I'm okay with it. Because it's, you know what I mean? Like, niggas are making much more than that's women. That's right, too. Um, and <laughs> Got to spend. Generally, yeah. Got to like, spend. Not, maybe not this nigga. Like, but you know but see, I mean? and that's what I was going to say next. Is um, not to cut you off, Curly, but I feel like it's a classic Twitter situation where it's, it's niggas who complain about it who either have been in extreme situations like we seen now with somebody like a day or two, and this this actually happened, or it's niggas who like never been in this situation whatsoever. They just want to let their stands know that ain't no woman gonna make me pay for right. no box. Academ- academics sit here talking about I'm not paying women for a box. Nobody's forcing me, dog. No academics. I'm not worried about the women you pulling, bro. It's just not not a concern of mine. I. You don't seem like someone who's really pulling them like that. You you feel me? So it's it's kind of like a lot of people gonna be like, I'm not, I'm not paying my woman, I'm not giving my woman no money and no shit like that. I got a I got a fiance. I give her anything she needs. I'm a, I'm gonna look out there, and if right. I need it, like you said, she gonna give it to me because this nigga know me. <laughs> right. And at the, at the end of the day. So yeah, nah. Just know who you dealing with. Like you said, forget it. If anybody coming at you wrong, asking for money, and you don't know them, you are gonna look stupid. And if, if it's men doing it, you are gonna look even dumber because this double standard does exist. But if a woman came up to a dude asked for money, and we played her, that's I mean, we hear rappers talk about that shit every day. Right. Yeah, and I guess I guess this is my last point on it. And and I know men and women lie about these things all the time. I just didn't understand the like the hard line in the sand where it's like everyone is speaking on it. I think Twitter is like a young thing, right? So like niggas haven't been like niggas who are my age haven't lived through like 
the recession in 08, right? Like we that shit didn't affect us as 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 kids. When real life shit happens and you have to lean on your significant other or maybe a, a woman friend that's in a much better financial position, if they're looking out for you, nigga, they're gonna do it no problem. I don't so I never I never I didn't understand the, the hard line and I'm not fighting for the niggas who ask for money. I've never asked a woman for money. Um I'm blessed enough in a situation where I don't, have to, I don't have to ask anyone for money. But I just never understood the logic of the hard line in the sand where if this is someone you love, this is like a friend of yours. Even as a woman, why would you even care if they needed it if you have it to lend to them? Did and, you like you care for this person? I want, did you see any women be like, hey, I don't care who this nigga is. I give it no niggas money. Because if that's the case, if you... No, was, that's, yeah, see, was, see, yeah ever, that was like the general consensus. See, the general consensus was like... It's like Ebony's a screw type niggas shit. Niggas should never ask for money. No, the general consensus was like, nigga, nah, nigga you should never ask a woman for money. Like yeah. that was, that was, that's what I saw well, the whole time. Like, you should never ask me I feel like what I'm about to and say that, is about to uh, continue the conversation, which is fine. But I, that's that's like niggas' fault. Like niggas have yeah, set. That's, that's true. Like that's true. Going going back to the whole patriarchy thing, it's like the whole male ego machismo, like what defines being a man and, and the whole masculinity thing is like tied into your ability to provide. Tied in the whole like you know capitalistic shit. So it's like yeah, this is the tone that niggas have set. Like. So all the women that like are in there like echoing those sentiments, it's just fucking conditioning and trickle down from what niggas the tone that niggas said. So it's like we shot ourselves in the foot trying to be, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, but the the catch twenty two is those those ideals were established when only men were working, and now when the a lot of ideals were established not, back it's then, it's not though. even it's not even. But now that the playing field is a little more even, and women are women are are in. Um, are almost as equal to men in the workplace and they have, you know, terrific careers and, and making a ton of money, the ideals are still there, which is like, it's ass backwards. Well, nah. you know I mean, I, mean like, I think about the white people, black people thing regarding yeah, that. I was going to say like, 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 uh, no, I'm only, I'm only speaking from a, from a perspective of what well, saying a nigga should never ask a woman for money. Like it's not the same as it was 70 years ago. Well, yeah, I guess when, if you well, want to do case by case, then yeah, it, it really is case by case at the end of the day. But for the most what's part, case by case? If, if a nigga should ask a woman for money, because like you said, we, we've all, we've said this already. If you know the person, if they're in a situation where they're familiar right. with you or so on and so forth, it will happen. This is change will happen. So no matter what, it's case by case, no matter what, nah, because I feel like, again, if no matter what, what people say, if I went out there now and asked for some money, I could get some money. That's not a, that's not a deal. If I asked one of my homegirls for some money right now and I really needed it, yeah. they will have gotten me. So these are, yeah, that's all I'm saying. They are different like, cases, I'm, but like I'm, overall, uh, the overarching thing is that men shouldn't ask women for anything. Nah, I, I can understand that because I, from the sense that I feel like the, if the old awkward thing is white people shouldn't ask black people to do anything, I I, I agree with that because no, we, right, we, so, so, I mean, and I mean I, yeah, I'm extrapolating a bit. So if I'm 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 constricting my idea to women you know well oh, or yeah. your significant other. Yeah, that's what I, that's my argument. Right. So, but, I, I'm, so I'm saying I'm saying it shouldn't be a hard line in the sand. Oh, like, not anybody I'm dating. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm saying it shouldn't be a hard line in the sand. Like if you are a good friend of mine, so you happen to be a female. Yeah, I would imagine I could come to you if in a time of need, whether that be oh, financially, yeah, emotionally, 100%. mentally, whatever. You know what I mean? Was, did you yeah. see any of your homegirls saying this? Because you might need to talk to them. <laughs> uh, <'Cause... laughs> I don't know if I've seen. Because my homegirls, I, 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 I called them out personally. Hey, nah, dog. Me, you need to talk. I don't know because I don't really follow too many of my homegirls on online, but 
It was just the general the general consensus that I've seen. So I, we're all on the same page. Like if like yeah, you said, if I you guess. if you know them, y'all there's a that mutual like care for one another. That shouldn't be an issue ever in real life. I, I guess what I'm speaking to is that when you're saying you don't like saying like where does that come from? Like these other niggas commenting. I think a hundred percent like regardless of the advancement and uh economic opportunities for women, being able to work and having different jobs, like the same, you know, racism still exists, sexism still exists. So it just takes mm-hmm. new forms. But yeah, that's where that shit is coming from. Niggas just believe in this ideal that like niggas gotta provide. And that you and under no circumstances you should ask a woman for money. Yo, you should be able to ask a woman for money, period. Point blank. And that's and that's what oh, I'm approved for y'all. Yeah. You that's, should you should ask yeah. you should ask anybody who you who you can trust for money. Yeah. I'll and, say that. But and and, and, and I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad you brought this up, E, because this is exactly why I'm doing the research that I'm doing for the world, man. <laughs> to show the world that you can ask women for money, man. I'm gonna show y'all the way. It's coming. You gotta deliver, though. I got y'all. Oh, at the end I, of the, <laughs> hey, not, not the, not the <laughs> I can do all things through Bluetooth. <laughs> it showed me that, baby. Because at the end of the day, man, women... I don't think you, you better a villain like this, though. <laughs> Cash. Like the, villain, like the villain of a person you're not attracted to is more so just another game that you're getting. Nah. That's a different, that's a whole that's a whole other villain, fam. And like you just got to get it up for for something else. That's a Bluetooth, that's right. a Bluetooth it's not, job. It's not right in front of you. It's not right in front of you. It's like, hey, I don't know, man. That's, that's, the, that's the Bluetooth job. You just got to do the actions. You just got to keep it moving. Right. Just go, through, go through your emotions. I haven't, just, I haven't, I haven't tried it with you, you just, know it's like, that situation before. It's like, so I, it's I like playing know. on a back to back, dog. You know the second night you ain't got to, you got to get the whole energy. Just run the place. That's all you got to do. Just. <laughs> I would like to think. I would like to think it's like steroids, though. Where like I still got to go to the gym, right? <laughs> so like I can't just pop in and just expect shit to happen. I would think I would still need to at least be a tad bit turned on by the person in front of me. I've been surprised by yeah. how it's worked for me. How fast is how hey. fast and how in odd situations I just be ready. Yeah, but you probably on your mind. You're probably like. Turned on by the situation that's about to happen, I would imagine. But in a scenario where, you hope so. yeah, bro, that, that, maybe, that maybe, money, maybe the money, maybe the money, that, turn that, you that, <laughs> that money about to get, get me to come. You know what you're talking about? <laughs> Every time, you know what's gonna get me motivated, that, nigga? That back here, is, is right as I have that thought. I'm gonna fucking check my bank account, and then I'm gonna get right. <laughs> that get me right. Well, apparently, sweetie, on the same topic. Sweetie came out with a new song that was saying, "If if your nigga not paying your bills and buying you a Birkin, then send them back to the streets." I, hey, ultimately, man, you just gotta deal with somebody. You, doing, you gotta stay with some. You gotta stay with somebody <laughs> in your lane, man. That's all. That's all it boils down to. If, doing out here, man? If you not, if you not, if you not about giving her a Birkin, if you know that's not you, it's plenty of women who don't need yeah. a Birkin. They just want some. Look, they just want somebody to come over to the crib that night. Go be yeah, with them. That's big fact. You, you, you can't you be mad at them. them. Cause exactly, they, cause nah. they got boundaries. She said, hey, she said, "You buy me a burger, don't pull up." That's fine, nigga. I'm be in the crib. I, just, I, I got plenty of shit to do. Dog, burgers cost so much money. Like, I feel like ideals like that will make niggas who are in perfectly fine financial situations just seem like, damn, I gotta, I gotta turn it around, nigga. That's look. Like, that's not a good. That's not a good financial decision. You, if you in a good financial situation, you gotta know, hey man, I don't got the money to spend on this girl like that. You gotta realize that you want to keep making money. If you go yeah, any 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 person you got to save up to buy, exactly. you shouldn't buy. Okay, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a matter. So I just I just looked up Birkin bag, right? Just generic. 
first bag to come up twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, these, these are vehicle prices. <laughs> you can't you can't just get a Birkin. There's a whole process to that. <laughs> you like there's not a it's not a it's not like a hey I'm gonna just walk in the store and get certain bags like you, like the bags they be talking about are like you gotta you gotta like uh, whisper a uh, code you, or you gotta know somebody and it's like multiple rounds. Speak easy. Yeah, I actually I saw I saw something or read something about it. Like that shit is not. It's just like you can't just get certain Birkins. Birkin. <laughs> like it's exclusive, nigga. So oh, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was Hermes. Okay. See, I'm a broke nigga, man. I that's didn't what I'm know. saying. Yeah, you I got, thought Birkin was the brand. Got, I didn't know it was her. You got to stay in your lane, man. That's that's all this is. <laughs> apparently, apparently they typically range forty k to five hundred thousand. Yeah. So I remember from the price from so from the price of a of a, a German engineering car to the price of a very nice house. When I was sixteen, man, I remember saying, "If she's not going Dutch, I can't have her." That's just at the end of the day. That's the money I had. That's the money I had. Nigga had the digits fourteen years ago, man. And look, yeah, luckily I'm not at that point now where it has to be that way. But it was that way at the time. You got it, and I, you know, you you'll find good ones. You'll find good ones, man. Just be stay in your Man, dudes on Twitter want to get they want to get mad at the women. Want them to lower their standards. Hey, nigga, dudes, go get somebody else. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's plenty. It's plenty of them. Now go ahead, close it out because I was about to get in good news, bad news. I was gonna say the last thing, man. I did see niggas trying to flip it and say that weed situation. If it feels like. Flipped and it was the girl asking for money for weed and the nigga was like nah, they would have called they would all called him a broke nigga. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is any uh, truth to that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. hundred percent what would happen. Nigga. Yeah, you ain't got twenty dollars yeah. for weed. But again, Look. it's the double standard. Like Curly well, said. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's let's, let's also been, clarify though. Let's, let's also clarify though. Me too. There is no need. Like you should be get called a broke nigga uh, from someone that you just met. That I feel like that's still wild. That, yeah, like, that's true too. It's different if that's y'all too. y'all like fucked or around. Just from anyone asking you for money, like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> this is the general principle. If you ask me for money, I can't be the broke nigga. <laughs> All right, this. I'm not the broke nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it, man. All right, look, I got some good news and I got some bad news, y'all. Man, talk about. Fucking double standards and what women got to go through. First headline we have, man, uh, uh, a woman is suing Young Dolph after he posted a video of her twerking to his song Major, leading to her being relieved from her duties as a sergeant in the National Guard. She's now taking legal action for causing uh, PTSD and posting her image and likeness without her consent. Oh, boy. Mm. But y'all feel where, uh, where did she post this video? Where, where did Young Dolph get his video from? Did, did, did she DM it to him? That's what I said. I don't think she sent it to me. Know. I'm pretty sure he found it on yeah, social yeah, media. He found it on the the World Wide Web. <laughs> I got some news for you, young lady. <laughs> and that's you are not winning that case. And that's the that's that's my uh, bad news, Curly. I don't know if if PTSD and she's in the, and she's in the military. Well, she was also twerking. The PTSD. She was twerking. In- <laughs> This is crazy. This is a crazy, this is a crazy allegation, dog. He said, <laughs> "Y'all niggas are stupid." No, I'm dying, man. It's like shit. She have the war experience, dog. <laughs> I, but I would say I feel like if the end of that, the end of that way worse than Kuwait, dog. This, this thing. I've I've personally never been in the military base training or anything like that, but my my cousin is, so I speak to him all the time. Um. He lets me know how strict it is, and you know we try to meet up and we try to like get family gatherings together, speaking with them and all that. 
And just through those experiences, I know how strict those situations are. I feel like as someone who's in that lifestyle, you should probably know you shouldn't be posting twerking videos. Like, hey, I got, she was I got one more. She, she was a uniform. She was a uniform as well. I got, I, I, I got one, one important thing to add to that. You shouldn't be fucking posting that video when you know good and well you got cheeks like that. But you thought that wasn't gonna go viral? Like I said, you you, you trying you trying trying to send me the video? I I know it was like that. Nah, bro. Like I mean, I can see you can't. You can't slush him out of here. You, but you, she, you she can't see it. In, you usually can't see it in, our, in a uniform, though. Nah, no. this shit. So this she got to be stupid thick. This would have been. Them, sh- them shits <laughs> look <God> stuff. Bless them. <laughs> <laughs> them. Them fucking camo fatigue uh, cargo pants is looking stuffed. So. Stuffed. It's a reason. It's a reason. Dog. Which, which branch? It's a reason. Dog picked it Nas- up. Man. National Guard. <laughs> see. He said she had too much free time on her hands, man. Not- yeah, I, about to say, I can't, I can't joke because I'm not in the military, but I've heard I, there's some good jokes about the National Guard, but I, I won't say them. I feel bad. I, uh, nah, you, you don't want to trivialize anybody. Shout, shout out to the troops, man. You want to trivialize anybody's experience, man. But at the same time, uh, yeah, I don't know. This, is, I'm gonna say bad news, man. I'm gonna say I, bad news. I will say, bad news. yeah, I will say, I will say good try though. I will say good try. Like if you have the, if you have the money to pay for a legal team to pursue this case, then you know. By all means, do your thing. Like the upside, some- the, up, the upside is is very up. The downside is is pretty far down too. But you know there is an upside. So I mean, if she does win, then boom, all of us are wrong. Yeah. Dolph just gave somebody a Lambo. She know he got the money. I, so yeah, I guess I'm looking at it like it's just bad news all around. Because obviously I'm not uh, I'm not in favor of someone getting sued, and where you where you kind of reaching a little bit. Granted, I don't know what she's going through, but I will say that uh, one is bad news that like you can't. Post a video of you twerking? Like, that's all it takes? To my song? <laughs> like, well, I'm saying, like, in the military? It was in the military? Yeah. Are you surprised by that? You can't have fun? Like, that's just dancing. I don't understand. Like, so if I was, nah, if I was I doing, if, like if I was doing the moonwalk, like. In the military? No, I don't think, I don't think you have fun in the military. <laughs> that's my thoughts of it. I, again, I've never yeah, been. That's it. I ain't go for a reason. Like a, it seems like a no fun zone, nigga. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if you wanted fun, nigga, go somewhere else. Yeah, that's, and that, that's I guess. Yeah. It seems pretty serious. Yeah, if you, yeah, if, you if you got caught moonwalking and Michael Jackson posted it, and then they also suspended you, then I guess you can sue Michael Jackson for this. I went, I went. Nah, it, yeah, like, exactly. I would be. I would feel the same you gotta, way. You got to think of the connotation, right? You got to think of the connotation from the outside world, like from the outside world. Twerking is probably like just some sexualized act, and that's probably that's how that's how they're gonna think about it in corporate world, and like you can't. Get on your desk and start twerking in the middle of the office. So you, you started moonwalking in the middle of the office. No one's gonna say anything. But if you got on your desk and started twerking in the middle of the office, then yeah, there's gonna be some repercussions. Moonwalking <laughs> approved nigga dance. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Do y'all disagree with that? Is that? I mean, is, I think. Am I, am I off? Dolphin to come in with the kufi on man and say it's, it's traditional black dance. <laughs> no, if like, a traditional black dance offends you, then we need to talk about the military. So, so what you're saying is like, yeah, the logic makes sense, but like, I guess I'm questioning more so like the root of it all, like the fact that it's perceived that way, and like we're taking this sort of action. Like, I mean, can, aren't there other actions can that can be taken instead of just like relieving her of her duties? Like, oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> more that. so what I'm Honestly, what I'm yeah, talking about. That's the military though. That's the military. Her response to that, Dolph is. Is that is that what we talk about the good news or bad no, news? No, I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying there's there's both the bad news, like her being obviously they're out both of a bad job, news, actually. And then I'm assuming yeah. the the lawsuit just comes out of desperation because it's like, well, this happened, so maybe I can get something out of it. You know what I mean? But 
Yeah, it's terrible all around, but it's like, damn, like, niggas can't even have an ounce of fun, <laughs> like, in uniform. It's just crazy. Because, like, I don't even see her face. You can't even see her face. Yeah, you can't see her face. Like, <laughs> I was surprised they found out who it was. They so, saw the ass. Yeah, man. <laughs> Is that Sergeant Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, second headline. Um, Man, Fans arrest a rapper who uh, bragged about getting rich from violent EDD claims and music video. And we actually have the clip um, from from the news station that reported it. Oh, let me pull this up real quick. <laughs> Where the fuck is it? Oh, here we go. Diploma so sweet. We had 1.5 land this week. That land transaction with me. I'm trying to swipe this bitch up till it freeze. I even swiping for EDD. Go to the bank get a stack at least. Fix it here better than selling peas. I made some rent that I couldn't believe. 10 cars, then 200 bonds. I got a shout out to Donald Trump. I just might swipe as a rapper who bragged in a music video about getting rich from an unemployment scam is now facing federal charges. According to a criminal complaint, 31-year-old Fontrell Antonio Baines exploited the pandemic unemployment assistance provision of the federal coronavirus act. He applied for more than $1.2 million in jobless benefits. Federal officials say right now he lives in Hollywood Hills, and in a video, he bragged he's going to get stacks of these while holding up envelopes from EDD. A second man in the video raps, quote, you gotta sell cocaine, I just file a claim. If convicted, they <laughs> faces up to three years in federal court. <laughs> That's a bar, dog. That's a bar. Oh, man. Dog, this is gonna be the easiest court case. <laughs> Open the showcase, Johnson. This might be, dog, they got to play that one line, that last charge, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Your Honor, I rest my case. <laughs> that nigga put it all in the song, dog. That shit was hard, that Last man. charge, yeah, that was me. That shit was fire, though. <laughs> they really Niggas living their raps, man. It's tough. I will say, I will say, with, with Donald Trump's ego, man, if, if by the time he's, like, officially charged and, like, processed... And like has to serve a sentence for this. If Donald's still in the office, man, he may have a chance. <laughs> he may have a ch- he may have a chance to get out, man, just because of that line. Shout out to Donald Trump. I, I, I just feel for niggas, man, because it's like I feel like, damn, like you were doing so well scamming. You feel for the niggas, <laughs> you did so well scamming. It's like, yo, why why you get so greedy? Like one point two mil, <laughs> nigga could have stopped at six hundred k and would have been probably fine. Niggas was in L.A. shoot the video, dog. This that should let you know I'm gay. They was living like they also like L.A. rappers, man. Niggas, also, why are you even? Why are you still rapping, nigga? Just you know, take the money and go. He had to do the scamming money to get to the rapper dreams. <laughs> nah, niggas, was, niggas holding the envelopes in the uh, in the video, dog. Is also wild, man. It's we 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 want rappers who live out they uh, raps, man, and we got one right now. Yeah, try to take K, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's get right. this next, next one, man. Uh, That's a uh, is that bad news? What do we? Hey, what, man, do we what do we agree it's, on? It's, it's bad news because at the end of the day, you, you gotta be careful what you say on wax, man. We seen it happen to him. We seen it happen to Bobby. It's happened too many times now with rappers. You you just gotta be smart about it. But honestly, the system been fucking over a lot of people. <sighs> Somebody had to fuck over the system. I'm not surprised by that. At least you made yeah, a hit. Think- at least you made a banger out of it. It's the same Nothing way. will ever reach a. Oh, go ahead. I would say the same way DJ felt at the end of Hustle and Flow, probably. The other thing will ever reach a like a turning point where 
niggas don't feel obligated to put shit like this on wax or on Twitter or on Instagram. Never. Like their illegal activities. Never. No, no. It's the or just telling themselves in general. Like it's the cash like twenty two man said. It's like your tax return said ten k, but you got bands in your in your. You know what I mean, nigga, you, you can't. Some niggas can't have stuff, man, without letting people know, man. I I think it's, at, at uh, the end of the day, that's that's, that, that, that's what I want. That's what I want better for us, man. For our people specifically, man. I don't want and niggas to it's, stop it's, having to live this facade and pretend. It's and put all, put everything out there, man. Just live your life, man. Fuck all these other people. Well, it's, it's like Curly said earlier, man. It's, it's society, man. Black people, in my opinion, we the most American people. A big part of America is capitalism, man. So part of us, in in a sense, is you gotta shine, man. Like niggas want to niggas want to look good. You look good, you play good. You know all that shit, man. So it's it's in us, and it's not just black people who do this. We see anybody, people of all ethnicities and our genders and everything. No, hundred percent. Fuck it up 100%. by talking, but yeah, black people in particular. I guess we 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 understand it more personally because again. We just talked about three different cases in the past five years when niggas got, got caught up rapping over wax, telling shit was going on. So yeah, yeah it's like what, whatever happened to just shining in person? Like there's, there's so much less risk to just, just living your life the shiny way. You don't got to put it on on, on, on everybody, social media. Everybody on social media. Anybody, anybody in your neighborhood, dog? Everybody on social media. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. I'm sick of these neighborhood hoes, man. Y'all niggas on worldwide. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that type of stress, man. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was just gonna say the other aspect of it, um, the catch twenty two about it is the fact that, you know, there's so many people because there's money in it that are trying to be artists that you gotta separate yourself by being vulnerable and being able to tell a story too. So it's like, you know, that's I think that's what a part of what separates like Griselda and a nigga like Benny and their ability to actually paint pictures of shit they've been through. Granted, Benny d- doesn't tell on himself like that but i mean it's just it's inevitable man you know niggas is interested in all lifestyles so and it's a rap we haven't heard these raps before we haven't heard these uh edd raps before man it's like when uh tjxs came out with the uh the swiping raps yeah man and it's timely too where is he now it's probably still swiping dog man who knows <laughs> i'm staying away from it i'm staying swiping it up in the pan in the pandemic i'm staying away from that nigga dog niggas is going to his website like i got scared <laughs> Trying to buy merch. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. He, he was selling merch? He was selling merch. Niggas was going on there like, man, I might get scared. Uh, why would you think that's a good idea, fam? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga putting in their credit card information on the website of a scammer. You could <laughs> you could make it easier than that. <laughs> Nigga already put a ship. Ship would take the eight to ten weeks just off gates. <laughs> Shout out to him too, man. All right, so we got the next one here, man. I mean, damn, this is a guy that was featured on a shout-out last words before. Um, Robert Smith, man. Uh, billionaire who said he uh, would pay <laughs> off Morehouse student debt recently admitted to an illegal scheme to cancel income and evade taxes by using offshore trust and bank accounts for 15 years. Man, what? Well, e, this is your, this is your guy. This scares me um, on a number of different levels. I don't want to be like. Actually, I'm gonna leave that out. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't be like the the military lady who got fired. So I'm, I'm gonna leave it out. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave what I was gonna say out of it. But um, I hope we still able to pay for 
for these guys' uh, tuitions, man. Like, I hope he's able to keep his promise. I hope he doesn't set him back to the point. Because he's, he's a, is he a billionaire? He's a billionaire. Yeah. yeah Quote, yeah. unquote. So I hope he doesn't set him back to the point where he's unable to fulfill his prior obligations. You know what I mean? Um, but I will also say, as a billionaire, I feel like every billionaire has tried it. Like, <laughs> that, all, that offshore shit is nothing new, man. I'm going to let you know right now. That offshore shit is nothing new. And I feel like if you don't have a tax advisor or or a financial advisor who isn't like trying to get you through these loopholes, then you don't have a good one, man. So he just happened to get caught. Pick someone better, I guess. But they all they all doing it, man. They all doing it. Unless he can fulfill his obligations, it's not hard man, to get a, it's, it's not easy to get a billy, man. You got to find a way. And he said there are ways to do it, man. Nigga, that offshore that offshore <laughs> shit is. Like trust within trust within corporations within entities like nigga it, it, it's all just a disguise of just income covered in so that it gets passed from one tax ID to another man mm. but hey gain the game man if you, if, you, if you can stay under the radar man you know that's what Trump did right nigga can't stay under the radar look the president this shit's still out there nigga still president <laughs> this, yeah man I'm gonna ride this out guys nigga's paying less than a G in taxes Hey man. Hey man. He, he gonna hit those students. Everyone needs a laptop, battery. <laughs> yeah, right. that Scott's ties yeah. shit was funny. Niggas thought it was Scott's ties, dog. Oh my god. <laughs> They're lithium. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad news. It's bad news all in all, man. Wait, what was the what was the official charge though? Say again. Uh, he admitted to. I think it's just tax fraud. Okay, that's right there. Yeah. Not, okay. If he if he admitted to it, I wonder if that's like a like a plea. Like, I wonder if he's like. Yeah, I saw that he just had to pay like, like you know what? x amount of millions. Enter yeah. a guilty plea, yeah. and it was like I think close to two. I think that's million. what it is. I think that's what it is. It's like it's like dog. I've been going scot free for two decades. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll pay what I owe now. Like <laughs> like I, I've been good for these past two decades. Y'all caught me. Whatever, I'll pay now. But y'all can catch me again, nigga. Like. About to double down now. And it's crazy because yeah, we, we, I think that's what it is. We started this episode talking about a nigga uh, getting a felony charge for eating $5, dog. I was just about to say. <laughs> I was just about to say that. And he said, this nigga been scamming for years, millions, and just got a slap on the wrist. Just got a pig. Go about your business, dog. It's yeah, it's crazy, man. But, I mean. Oh, yeah. And this, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure whichever year taxes that he was caught on um, wasn't the first year, so. Yeah. yeah, and and this is at Morehouse, one of the most you know, predominant black HBCUs, man. And so for for HBCUs, it's, it's not a, a great look for something like this that happened. Um, but it's not the HBCU fault at all. They didn't ask for this nigga to, to to propose his money. The students didn't ask for this and nothing like that. They just had to be caught into the middle of it. So to do it, so I, and like you said, you said it may not affect they they uh, tuitions whatever getting covered, but it may at the end of the day it's a bad look because now he's the guy who. Was on, caught on camera saying he was gonna do it, man. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> good luck to that man. Let's get into this uh, <laughs> last one, and then we'll get into last words. Um, still on this on this uh, theme of money, man. Fucking LSU is banning OBJ for two years from their facility for handing out cash after the title game. Um, also, they're removing eight scholarships as a penalty for booster payment violations. How y'all feel? I saw uh, Bomani Jones talk about this for a second, and he made a good point. Um, 
because Odell's the obvious the selling point. He's the bigger name, and we all saw the video of him handing Justin Jefferson the money after the game. First of all, I thought that was I thought it was nice, man. The NCAA been fucking these players over. If the alumni players, people from the program, want to help out in, in ways, because I mean, it may have been Odell. It was Odell. Tyron Matthew just donated the entire locker room to LSU. Um, and I mean, you know, that's fine. Apparently, doing it that way, paying the players directly, you know. We're gonna say it's wrong for whatever reasons, yada yada yada. But for Odell to be the face of this, um, it's kind of crazy because one of those, the the booster thing, one of the um, boosters played a player one hundred eight thousand dollars to their parents, which traditionally would be a bigger deal. People would be like, "Whoa, you know, this is actually what we should be focusing on. This is actually how they get these players." They're not even talking about that part. All it is now is them talking about Odell giving this nigga money and Odell being banned for two years, which he'll come back to LSU. Eventually he'll be fine and whatever, whatever. It's making a lot of a lot of nothing, man. NCAA play they kind of bored, man. They they always doing some shit they don't need to be doing, man. And this is another case <clears> of that. <throat> and and for and for Odell, it's another case of him making a, a bad PR decision. We'll we'll just see what happens. He just he can't help himself. He's always there's always a bunch of different decisions that look bad on Odell. He don't even be doing stuff most of the time. It seems like, but he just do just enough to get on niggas' nerves. And this is another case of that. Yeah, fuck, fuck Odell, man. Like, he's a dumbass for this whole situation. He was number one. He was wild in the whole game. Like, niggas yeah. saw, saw a tape of him. He was wild in the whole game. Um, Obviously, the, the point of him doing that wasn't to get money to the kids. He just wanted to fucking flex, man. Because, like, if you want to give money to them to them, them players, you got the rest of the night to do that shit when there's no cameras around. Like, niggas, y'all can go out party, y'all can hit hotels, whatever y'all gonna do. You got mad time to get money to them players if that's your actual goal. You know what I mean? Like, doing that shit while all cameras are still rolling on the fucking field, throwing money out, that's the dumbest, like... He's, a, he, he's not too far removed from college. Like, it's not like he's some old-ass nigga. And he was... He came from these this, he came from these very walls. Like, this nigga know the rules. Like, this shit is stupid. So I, I feel bad for the players, man, for Odell putting them in that type of situation. That shit is just dumb. It's unnecessary. He should be banned. But as far as the, the students losing their scholarships, if, if it was a direct result of Odell throwing money and then picking it up. That's that's just ridiculous. But that's what I said. It's it's more the scholarships are more with the booster giving the money. And that's that's what the story should be. But the story is of being about Odell just being a dumbass. And, and like you said, he's had so many cases of doing stuff that's bad decisions that it's obvious that that should be the story. He put himself in this position. But it's yeah, it's it's silly all around, man. Um definitely Louisville Louisville boosters seems funny because like you you ever picture like what a Louisville booster would look like? Like <laughs> I can just picture like 40 a pieces in 30 days, dog, nigga. <laughs> with the hat with the feather in it. <laughs> he got two pick out of his mouth. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That's, it, I mean, it's bad all around. It's just more of a joke than anything. Because, like, who does this, like, what does this really teach? Like, we just got to get beyond this saying. point. Obviously, niggas, and for the same reasons you gave about how, you know, stupid it was or how maybe egotistical it was. I mean, like. And nigga knows how it goes. Like, he felt comfortable, even if he was lit or whatever. Like, he felt comfortable enough. He was definitely drunk out there. To, to bring, you know, to pull out money to give to these niggas. Because that's what, it's just done. Like, that's just the name of the game. Like, like that's that's what's happening no matter what. So, NCAA needs to just, like, I don't see what how punishing the team does anything. Like, I don't, like, wh- what was the team in that particular circumstance supposed to do? Like it happened. The nigga like, getting the money to play for the Vikings now. Yeah, it's like, 
I don't I don't understand. Like I, I don't really understand how like That's what the, Joe Burrow was saying. The people who were on the field were seniors, so like it wouldn't matter at any yeah, point. They're like, well, not seniors, but like eligible for draft or whatever. Yeah, yeah. not return. Yeah, they're not coming back anyway. Yeah, so it's like I don't get why you punish the team. Um and then yeah, like was this the same is, game he slapped the ref on the ass? What's up? Was this the same game he slapped the ref on the ass? I don't know. Cause I, I I do remember that happening around the same time. He was he was. That's when, like the, that's, like, that's when the ref sued him, right? Was that that might have been the same game? He was the ref. I wonder what happened with that case. I can't remember what happened in that case. Sorry, Kelly, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just thought fine. about that too, having that, that same night. That might have been this, that might have been after that was after that game, I think, in the locker room, right? That's or what like, I'm saying. Like it might have been the. Game, I think that was the same. This nigga Odell was bugging the whole night. That's, that's what I'm saying, that's man. What, <laughs> Like, so, and then during the game, niggas was like, "Yo, Odell, Odell off the white." <laughs> like immediately, niggas already called it out, man. It was like second quarter. Do you remember Kevin Hart uh, when y'all won the Super Bowl and he was just trying to get on stage and shit, and security had to push no, him back? Kevin was wild. <laughs> no, Kevin was wild. <laughs> man, what, what makes you think you, just, you belong to be on the stage with the Eagles, nigga? Like <laughs> that's how Odell was, man. I wonder what he was telling. Like, no, I'm from, I'm from Philly, though. <laughs> You're a fucking comedian. Go back to the stands. Yeah, man. I, I don't. I also don't understand what does Bannon Odell do. Like, what does that stop him from giving money for two off years, the field? Dog. Like, he can cash up anybody. That like, what do like, what does that do? Like, I don't. I'm sure he's hurt about it. It may, it may hurt LSU, but also, but it may hurt LSU for Odell not to promote LSU for two years more than what hope for Odell. Yeah, yeah but vice versa. Also, I don't think I don't think Odell went to any. Like regular season games, and they're damn sure not making it to the championships in the next two years. <laughs> so like, <laughs> at this point, it don't even fucking matter. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's fucking dumb. All right. Um. That's that's it for bad, good news, bad news, man. Let's go ahead and get last words and wrap this up. Uh, I will start. I go first. Oh, you got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I go first, man. Um, I don't have a fuck you. Well, fuck you, Kanye West. Fuck you, Donald Trump. I'm gonna keep it light with that. Yep. A shout out, <clears throat> uh, shout out to Queen of the Ring, man, and also the guys over at their URL. Last week, they put on an event, uh, Kings versus Queens, um, URL versus Queen of the Ring, man. The ladies did their thing. I think this is, I think this event is gonna be huge for uh, female battle rap, man. They they came out, they showed they could hold their own. They showed that you know their pen is just as good as the niggas, man. The guys ended up winning four to three officially from like the uh, from the fan from the fan chat votes, um, but it was real close, man. It was some it was some amazing battles in there, man. I, I hope that they make, um, I hope that they make. I guess co-ed is the word battles like more of a frequent thing, like on like on big cards like Summer Madness and Night of like Gnome, Night of Main Events. Um, but yeah, man, I think this is a a huge look for female battle rap men and shout out to the ladies man shout out to queen of the ring they did their thing man. it was a, a great event that's my shout out all right <clears throat> um see specifically i'm sorry specifically um ah fuck what is her name <laughs> fucking the vixen what is her name fuck i'm so bad with names oh, man, you said specifically but, uh, <clears throat> 
I'm so bad. I'm, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. With <laughs> Niggas said specifically, like, nah, and then nah, forgot nah. the next second. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, give me, give me literally two. Give me literally three seconds, and I'm gonna come. Actually, I'm just gonna bullshit my way until I find the name. Shout out to Vixen the Assassin. Mm, there you go. Um, she I battled like DNA. DNA is like probably one of the greatest pins in battle rap history, man. I would probably say top top ten, man. This dude is is an elite battle rapper, and she showed him up, man. Like she came, she did her thing. That was probably the biggest upset of the night was uh, Vixen the Assassin beating DNA. And it wasn't like DNA slouch. Like, he came to this thing per usual. She just, she can't win it, man. So if y'all haven't seen those battles, you know, go find those um, on the URL app. Obviously, I'm not promoting them niggas. Fuck them. But uh, <laughs> she did her thing, man. So look out for her. That's what's up. Um, I don't have a specific shout out, um, but I do have a fuck you and a song of the week, man. It's fuck you. Check me out. Fuck you is going to um, Denver Nuggets, and mm. just because it's timely, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm also going to throw the Carolina Panthers in there as well. You might be asking why. Mm. Well, uh, some weeks ago, um, Denver Nuggets social media couldn't help themselves but post one of these social graphics to try to spike the engagement on the page and. Uh, they basically posted something and it was like, hey, you can only pick one. It was like, who is your favorite nugget of all time? And they uh, show five guys on the on the graphic all-time list. You had Chauncey Billups. You had Jokic, of course. You had Matumbo. I believe this mm-hmm. is Gervin in there. And last but not least, you guessed it, Nick Van Exel. Quick. <laughs> so they pulled, they went and saw Carolina's, uh, you know, playbook when you know, no pun intended, when they wanted to post a similar graphic and keep Cam Newton out of it. But fuck you to Denver mm. Nuggets because, just like the Carolina Panthers, like, how could you? Like, I mean, when you think of the Nuggets, because they've only recently been successful or relevant, similar to the Clippers, because of modern age players, specifically Melo. And obviously Chauncey um, was, was a part of that at some point recently, but like I, to leave Mellow out and to put of all people, Nick Van Exel is the one that stood out to me. Is like, nigga, I didn't even know Nick Van Exel played for Nuggets. Like, <laughs> they could have put like Antonio McDice or somebody like that. Yeah, at least, you know what like, I'm saying? yeah. I mean, it would have been Van a, was nice to pick. It would have been a reach, but they could have put AI in there. Like, <laughs> like, and they put AI over Mellow. That's that would have been a reach, but yeah, that would. <laughs> I was there for like a year and a half. Put Key and Martin in there, dog. So it's just... <laughs> yeah, like it's just wild. It's just wild. So fuck them. What do you think? What do you think their reasoning was behind not putting Carmelo on there? There, there's not a good one. I don't know. Uh, probably they just maybe because he's a current player, they don't want to. That's what I thought. What the Panthers were doing initially, they just didn't want to promote a current player. So like because Melo's on the Blazers, you know they don't want to show no love or some shit. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I have no idea why they will put like there's no good reason not to put them on the all time list unless you're trying to get the shock value unless you're trying to get viral for whatever reason which is just weird. I mean, Melo did force Melo did force his way out uh, of Denver. But it's also it's not like they're like a crazy storied franchise where they got like a whole bag of niggas to pull from. Like, <laughs> like you you gotta put Melo on. Nah, cur- not like you have too many other options anyway. Curly right, but because it's like before Melo, you got those McDice years and then you got the time they beat the Sonics in the first round of the playoffs. But other than that, there's no other history until you got I was English in the eighties and shit like that. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's yeah. No, nah, I mean, Melo, Melo has to be on that list. This um, this made me start siding with uh, Smitty, man. I think they, these these trash ass organizations forgot who they were. Like the Clippers and the Nuggets were the laughing stock, so- as well as the Cavs. Let's let's be like those were the three worst for the most part jerseys and the three worst organizations. <laughs> I'm talking about the Cavs when they were like black and white with the blue accent. Them shits, them jerseys is ass. <laughs> Hey, chill, man. Chill, chill so, out, dog. So, the only chill. one that, that made this shit. The only one. I got one of the joints right here, dog. Nah, this. see, the only ones who made those versions hot, again, was LeBron. So, like, niggas need to remember that the Nuggets is a trash organization. And Melo made them relevant. So, you know, just like KG did the Timberwolves. So, yeah, man. That's my fuck you. Uh, my song of the week. Yeah. Um... Is the song is called "Free Free Mind" um, by artist Thames, T E M S. Sparked up. It reminded me. Um, I was listening to. I was listening to um, Man on the Moon two earlier. When um, and I was thinking like that was around the time where Wayne started doing the whole like sparking up before he would enter a verse. And this nigga Cuddy, in, in true Cuddy fashion, man, on, on these words, <laughs> fucking snipped the line before. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking how legendary that was. Man. Hey, cut because <laughs> like Wayne, Wayne was Wayne was sparking the lighter before, but this nigga, this nigga cut and snipped the whole line before <laughs> before the track started. Man, I thought that shit was legendary. Cutty's coke raps on that uh, Man on the Moon too, <laughs> legendary man. <laughs> legendary shit, man. Day and night got flipped, and I got blow for a grip. <laughs> uh man, that was tough. Girl. I like that song, man. Yeah, the album um, nice. That's a good song. Yeah, uh, the whole album. What's that album called? Checking out. Uh, let me pull it up. 
that's just Tim's. That's a that's a that's an interesting name, Tim for the E. I do mind while you looking it up, man. Um, four. Oh, okay, it's called four, four Broken Ears. Wait, this is a woman. Yeah, it sounds like a woman. Okay, I thought it was kind of very guy. All right, maybe I'm, maybe I'm tripping. Hey, sorry, man. Um, frontline workers, essential workers. Shout out to y'all, man. Um, appreciate everything you're doing, man. Um, I miss basketball a ton. Football is great. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm not really enjoying it, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's I'm enjoying it from a, a watching football standpoint. I'm not enjoying it from a fan standpoint. Uh man. I don't even want to talk about the Texas, man. Yep, the, I saw this week they said they said um any of our receivers are available for trade. You know, it would be nice if we had a receiver right now. If that's too bad our coach decided to trade him and our GM agreed with him. Both the niggas gone. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I miss basketball. I'm looking forward to. I'm 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 conflicted about college basketball coming back because I'm not necessarily sure the players need to be playing right now, but I am looking forward to it for my own sake, man. So it's whatever, whatever. Got to deal with that. But um, that's such a bold statement. Like to trade away uh, a top three receiver dog, in the league, dog, and then. <laughs> Five weeks into the season to say all of our receivers up for trade. That's a bold ass statement. Dog. That's crazy. It's like how do these niggas expect me to even want to follow this team? <laughs> hey, maybe I pull that pull that curly. <laughs> it's really not working, man. These like, niggas did it this time. There's already enough stress you got to go through for you to to experience that level of stress in your entertainment. Think about it. That's where it. That's got what me. I'm saying, bro. I was like, I don't. That's what I'm saying, it. bro. That's why I stopped playing Madden all Madden. <laughs> Exact same reason. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, I keep thinking, the Lakers got here, man. It was two years ago, Magic Johnson was doing a press conference, letting niggas know he wasn't showing up work the next day. And and now and now we got a championship. So maybe it's hope. But, but golly, you be, I forgot how much I was going through it during that time period, man. Just silently dealing with, with yourself. Dog, I got to clip that. Uh, that nigga said, yeah, people in the hallway were saying, hey, see, see you tomorrow. And it's like, ah. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> that was like the blackest <laughs> GM response he be, you could get. He let one person in the office know and told everybody else on TV, dog. This is like, hey, man. And then did, did, did the first eight episode a couple months later talking about how bad it was. This is what the Lakers was doing, man. I, I'm surprised we got here. I'm surprised we got here. And like Kelly said, that's stress. That's stress. That's undue stress right there, man. <laughs> that's undue stress, man. So hopefully you're enjoying it. But uh, yeah, I miss basketball, man. Hopefully they do right by these players, whatever they decide to do. Um, yeah, I hoop today, man. Oh yeah, you did. Shout out to you. That's my shout out goes to easy for for hooping. Yeah, you gonna post the sidelines like famous Lowe's posted his. I had a, a game winner too, man. It felt great. Yeah, definitely. Hey, was supposed to his uh, high school game win. We need to see this this rec league. We remember how, we remember your uh, your rec league uh, last year, dog, with your team. So you playing with them my niggas? Jersey man. number like was like my jersey number was like sixty eight or some shit. Nigga was a yeah, fucking, State Farm jerseys. Nigga was a, had the left tackle jersey number. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's a minute before we get back on the uh, before we get back on the, the rec league shit. But yeah, this is just pick up, man. Hit a hit a game one and three. That felt amazing. Missed my very first layup. It was wide open. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Made up for it. To be fair, though, to be fair, though, I did an arm workout before I stepped in the gym. Yeah. I stepped in the gym. Yeah. As soon as I got the, as soon as I got the pass. Yeah, one of those. As soon as I got the pass, man, like I, I didn't even know to do with my hands. Like, I was like, 
How do I lay it up again? Niggas love the workout and they come hoop and then tell the, the workout uh, took them out the hooping mode. My legs tired, dog. I, I obviously, I obviously got it together eventually, man. Cause I had a game winning three. Let me be honest, man. You never surprised me, man. But that's the first time I've ever heard that one. I have <laughs> been around the game a while and played with all sorts of people. I've never heard a nigga say that their arm workout affected their layup oh, no, ability. I've, I've heard, I've heard that before, man. I can't. I just worked out. I can't shoot, oh, man. No, yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't nah, do it's, it. It's I'm a, pulling at the gym. No, I'm at the gym for a reason, dog. I'm, I'm here to hoop. That's you won the game. No, nah, I mean, science. I don't want to get scientific, but. Scientifically, <laughs> it takes for the blood to flush out of your muscles because when you're working out, this, blood rushes to those muscles. That's what you told me. It takes it. for the blood to get out of those muscles for, for you to be able to get full. You know what I mean? Like full. Uh, did, you, did you stretch your arm out after you missed it? Did you, did you flex it up and down? What's did up? you flex your arm up and down after you missed it? You know, you got you to gotta do something with your hand. Rotate and your it, arms rotate it. To, like, yes. to, show, to show everybody. And to show everybody that it wasn't you. It was like a, yeah. my arm fucked up. But also, it's also like an uphill battle. After you miss a wide open layup, yeah. like you know, niggas not passing you the ball no more until you earn that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I had to earn that shit back, nigga. I was on defense like a menace, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I, was, I was damn near slapping the floor, nigga. <laughs> I was trying to prove my worth. <laughs> but no, man, happy happy to open the gyms, man. Happy to be out there running. I'm doing this like two, three times a week. Hopefully, I don't fucking tear anything. I hope not either. Yeah. Uh, let me wrap up my part, man. My old school song of the week, one of my favorites. Shout out to uh, Currency actually introduced me to this song, as he does a lot of my old songs. But uh, this is a Southern rap classic, A Baller NJG, Space Age Pimpin'. I got to have you. But what will this lead to? Will it just be me and you? Tell me. You know I want you. Tell me how you feel. I'll be obliged if you step outside. Because my ride is awaiting. I date a steak, a nightcap. We mate awaken by smells of perfume that I inhale. And then tell how well we raise hell on the Denzel. Satin sheets, heat from your feet. Keep me warm. The mood is perfected with the sounds from the storm. You came stronger. I lasted longer than I've ever lasted. Your mouth was fantastic. The fuck test you passed it. The way you made a nigga laugh. I had to get you. And when I saw that ass pass, I had to hit you. You're making me fight against my will. What must I do? Would you kill for me? Yeah, if my life in danger too. It's still for me. Yeah, if that shit belongs to you. Yeah, if the way you act is true, who knows? Fine clothes, Lexus O's, you'll be closing when you become one of the chosen. Hosing different places, different faces, different cases. Got me tied like shoelaces, no mistake, just MJG, you ain't gotta be. Constantly trying to shoot that pee, claiming that you ain't heard of me. Keeping it real, let me know how you feel when we communicate. We'll be straight if you express your mind instead of preferring to wait. Some who can't do it. Lose women, but nigga like me used to it. Space age pimp. Saying no, but your body saying stick me, lick me, 
Yeah, and uh, hey, like Curly said, man, make sure you uh, go vote. That's it for me, man. Yo, does Tua's brother play for Maryland? Yeah, Talia. Oh, I know that. The the head coach there used to be the OC at uh, Alabama. Yeah, I'm watching this game and I see passing yards T Tagalive Valoa. I was like, oh shit, we got a brother playing. He crossed the Tagalive Valoa. No, Rick. Hey. If you're watching any rappers' um, Instagram stories, watch Rick Ross, dog. That nigga is fucking hard. Like, every day. Just, just, just tune into Rick Ross' stories on Instagram, man, and I promise you will not be disappointed. This is a funny ass thing. You, you, see, you see his stories on uh, on Tory? Oh, yeah. Nah, he going in on Tory, man. He deserves it, man. <laughs> Fuck Tory, man. You know, we st- back row with Meg, man. Oh, man. That nigga, yo, yeah. So check out Rick Ross' uh, stories, man. That nigga is fucking hard. All right, that's it from us. Peace. Peace. Holler. Yo, what song was that by uh, Spitter? That's what I care. I might as well listen to some old Spitter real quick. <clears throat> you said that already. <laughs> I'm about, I'm about to leave the league, bro.